You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Doing really well. Still trying to decipher the meaning of life, a.k.a. some people like their salad dressing on the salad and some people like it on the side and how that mm-hmm. relates to how I'm feeling and what I'm going through. It's quite a, a abstract concept for mm-hmm. me to try to wrap my head around, but I'm hoping that maybe we can figure this out today. Mm-hmm. I think the thing is Joey had a moment where we've all had these moments where you get drunk Mm-hmm. And you just feel like you've said the most fucking profound thing that anybody on the entire earth has ever said. Yes. And then it turns out that it's fucking gibberish. That absolutely means nothing. I think it was profound, though. I think that it was. Yeah. I think it was just. She's just... fucking talking about salad dressing. But what does it mean, Jessica? What does it, it means mean? that some people are control freaks and don't want people just globbing tons of fucking salad oh. dressing on their salad. Oh. Oh, you really did. You really figured it out. 
you you got it i'm getting so much credit for something i don't think is that complicated but anyway um let's find out whether our guest enjoys salad dressing on the salad or on the side we are joined this week by tom palmer tom how are you um good i guess i enjoy it on the salad i don't I mean, well, I, I guess... think it's how you order it at a restaurant. I don't think it's like how you enjoy it. I think it's it's yeah. how you order it, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd rather I'd rather it on the salad because then you like have it all mixed up. Like, really? Probably, like, I don't. I feel like most restaurants work... never give you salad dressing directly on the salad. It's always on the side, isn't it? I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I guess that's how it would be at a restaurant. But just like, if it was the option, I would. I'd rather it just be mixed. I like. At a restaurant, I'd rather do the least amount of work possible. I'd like, like I'd like all my food to be like prepared for me. If you had the option at a restaurant, would you have someone feeding you? No, take the least amount of work possible. No, but like <laughs> coping your mouth the, for the having, airplane. Yeah, having the having the dressing on the side is like it makes the sound like a do-it-yourself like project. Is it like, is it though a do-it-yourself project? <laughs> <laughs> to put I did put out a poll and 51.9% say salad dressing on the side versus wow, 48.1. Yeah, it's it's a 50-50 pretty much, but the people huh. like it on their side. That means that our listeners are a bunch of control freaks if we're okay. going well, by just that I very didn't. I sound that. logic. It made sense. It made sense. Um, but hi, Tom. How are you? Tell us about your history with Dawson's Creek. <laughs> Uh, I'm good. Uh, so yeah, uh, <laughs> my history with Dawson's Creek. Uh, so originally I watched it back. I think it was already done. I think it was on the. Mm -hmm. It was like in its TBS era, constantly on reruns, and it was sort of like my guilty. Like I'm not supposed to like it because I'm a boy, and it's yeah. it's bad that I like it. But then and then eventually it was like oh. I'm just watching it because it's so funny that I'm watching it. Isn't it ironic? Oh, it's ironic. It. Yeah. Uh, and now I'm in phase three where I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> I, I enjoy it. It's a fun. It's a, a three-step process. <laughs> yeah. You've like come the to the acceptance of a person. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, amazing. We're happy to have you here today. We're talking season four, episode four, future tense. Um. I gotta say, this episode, I was like, oh, okay, so we're now into the college phase. Like, we're getting mm. into, like, people are applying for colleges. Of course, I was the Andy. No one's shock and surprise that I was, like, all about, like, what can I do? Do I do early action, early decision, whatever the hell you even call it? Like, I have to apply to all these colleges and make sure I get in. And, yeah. Sarah, did who you? Were, did I get in? Yeah. Yeah. You got somewhere. I, I did, did you go to oh, okay actually no like my question is did you do early action or early admission i did not i just applied straight up to all the straight colleges up. i applied to yeah so i was probably more so the pacey or the jack i did not think about college until probably february uh, of your senior year i think so i think oh so um and i wound up only applying to one college which i did get into 
And that was because I was so afraid of uh, rejection that I couldn't possibly put myself out there. Uh, and I didn't, I didn't feel motivated. Like I felt as though like, what was the point? Like I didn't do that well in, in high school. My best year in high school was my senior year. But aside from that, I had a very, I had very bad grades my first three years of high school. So I was like, what's the point? I'm just going to wind up going to my local community college. I really did feel like Pacey. Like there's no point in me even trying because I know where I'm going to wind mm -hmm. up. And um, so that's definitely what, what my mindset was. Uh, like I said, I did wind up applying to one one university uh or college was a private college in long island called five towns college i uh, was a film major for a year and a half before i transferred to a state school in new jersey mm. tom what about you who's whose journey did you uh relate to in this episode it's weird i think I think actually Andy, I didn't do early access, but like I have my stuff together for college. Mm -hmm. uh, like I, in high school, like I was like very set on getting to college. And then once I got to college, I was like, all right, time to slack off now. But like I did it down to relax. Yeah. Uh, but like I, I had my stuff together, like and I had I had my reach school. I had my where I, I'd mm -hmm. actually like want to go. And then I, I had a couple backups. So did you I apply like to Ivy League schools, Tom? Definitely did not apply to Ivy League schools. <laughs> uh, in California, like we 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 go with the UCs are are good schools, so we just applied to basically every UC and then a few other uh, state schools as sort of like the backups. And then mm -hmm. there's there's sort of some of the UCs like UCLA, Berkeley are like the top UCs. So those are like the reaches, and then. I went to UC Santa Barbara, which was like in the middle. I'm mm -hmm. like happy with. Yeah. I think for me, okay. So I would say like, I definitely relate to Andy in uh, her go get em attitude, but I more relate to Joey in terms of like the money situation, because mm -hmm. for me, a lot of what my college decision was based off of was, you know, am I getting a scholarship or not? Because I did apply to a few private schools and even with scholarships, they were so expensive that I didn't feel comfortable going to them. Uh, and I ended up getting a scholarship at a state school, which obviously being a state school, it was much cheaper anyway. Um, and then with the scholarship I had, it was very cheap. And so that made my decision for me. Uh, I know that's not always the case with some people, but for me, money was a big priority for me. So uh, that was what kind of informed my decision. But it did bring me back watching this episode, seeing every character, like, uh, you know, react to applying to colleges differently was pretty fun. Um, so let's let's get into it because we start off in Joey's bedroom with Joey and Pacey just doing homework. And of course, Pacey just he's supposed to be concentrating. He's supposed to be trying in school and he still has time to be bored. Tom, how does he have any time to be bored? He's like failing. He needs, he should be busy. Yeah. I, can I say, I thought Pacey failing is, is something that's always been sort of like on my mind. Cause he's, he's, he is smart. And so it's like, I get that he wasn't trying, but it seems like, it seems like he, 
he's smart enough that for him to be failing, he would have really had to just be like ditching class. Like, and I guess that's, that's what they're saying it was, but I don't know. Like, I think it's less so ditching class, but not doing your homework, your assignments mm-hmm. and not studying. So you don't perform well on tests. And that's what got me. So I, for me, I, I really do relate to Pacey on how he handles school because when he applies himself, he does really, really well. So we know, and he's smart. So we know that he mm-hmm. has the potential to do it, but he never tried until unless mm-hmm. he had like Andy helping him or whatever, or real life got in the way where you, for me, when real life was getting in the way, I shut down. So yeah. I, I relate totally to Pacey's mindset on school and the fact that, you know, when I was going through something, there was no homework to be done. I never studied on a test. I I just didn't try. It's interesting to me though, that Pacey has just gotten an A last episode. And then this episode, he's like, I'm bored. I don't care about 1984. It happened. It's over. No big deal. Uh, and so I don't know. So Pacey's not into, not into studying of it all, but he notices these large envelopes on Joey's desk, which of course are usually acceptance letters. I don't know if these are, I think these are more of like informational packets, Mm -hmm. um, which you'd get back in the day from different prospective colleges you were interested in. Obviously most of that is done online these days. But uh, Joey feels like seems to be uncomfortable discussing this with PC because she calls it all junk mail, which very obviously it's not. And to me, Tom, this signals like, yeah, she wants to go to college, but there's part of her that's like, but I want to be with PC. So I don't want to think about the fact that we're going to have to be separated at some point. Yeah. And the last couple podcasts you you two have talked about how they're sort of like rehashing the PC Andy um, plot where he like Pacey's having to like rely on Joey to study and how like they're, they're bringing back the plot where Pacey is having trouble in school. And right. I think this is their way of spinning it. So like the problem isn't that Pacey's just having trouble in, in school. The problem is that Joey's doing really well and she's like realizing that they're not going to end up in the same place. And so like, mm-hmm. that's the drama rather than just will pay, will Pacey finally apply it, apply himself. It's like, yeah. Oh crap. We're going in different we're going in completely different directions. How are we actually going to handle the future? Which I think that's probably what would have happened if he was still with Andy at this point, but it's Yeah, like cuz even if he was different. even if he was doing better in school, there's no way he's getting into a lot of the schools that Andy has her sights set on. So, right. yeah. Um, and I do love the meta-ness of it all where Joey says, maybe I'll just go one of those fictional colleges like on TV, uh, where they, the shows that go on for way too long. And then of course, all these, uh, college, all these kids are the, all the characters go to the same college. Um, super like, meta. Yeah. Like Penbrook, for instance. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Like Penbrook. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was, and that's something that I've been saying for, you know, a couple of seasons now, that I feel as though everyone's just going to wind up uh, in the same place anyway. I do think that Andy will not end up in the same random school that Pacey, uh, Joey, and Dawson end up in. But I I do think the three of them are probably going to be at least in the same town for college. Hmm. Mm. So 
Then we get this really weird scene. <laughs> this is so strange where it is a montage of the characters basically answering standard guidance counselor questions, but they're like staring straight into the camera. And it threw me off so much because it felt so weird from what we normally see on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only that, but it threw me off because um, I thought Mitch was the guidance counselor. <laughs> he apparently got already got fired from that job. <laughs> well, they call it the, they had to probably call in someone who like actually knows what they're talking about when it comes to yeah. college. They're like, oh, it's football season. Okay, go back to being a coach. We'll get an actual guidance counselor in here that knows what the fuck they're doing. You're only a temp. A temp for a guidance counselor. Something so important. Can you imagine? Senior year guidance counselor, but you're just temping. And they only give him the really severe cases. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Special cases. I do think it would be a great bit if just every other episode there was a new guidance counselor just it honestly feels like there is how many guidance counselors have we seen already? Like at least four. At least. There's been yeah, this uh there's a lot of guidance counselors at Cape Side High. This is apparently where they put all their money. That in uh Dawson's film budgets. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I don't whatever happened to Mr. Milo, I feel like he was the only good Mm-hmm. Uh, administration person in the entire school. He probably got a job at a, a school that actually has their shit together. Oh, maybe he's going to be at the university that everybody winds up going to. Maybe. <laughs> um. So we hear from Jack first. He says he, you know, he's gonna get started on college stuff, but he's been so busy with football. As if that's a fucking excuse, Jack. I cannot. Who even are you at this point? Um, he says, I know it's not going to help me get into college, but I started this thing. I don't want to quit until it's done. Well, sorry, Jack, this, your football career is going to end. How would it not help with college? That's the whole reason why most high school boys play in football. Oh, see, I thought it was because they just wanted to get out their male aggression on other people. I mean, there's some, but and we'll get this, we'll get to this with Joey as well. But like, yeah, you you're, you want to have extracurriculars too. It's not all about grades. You want to you want to be yeah. able to pad your college applications with some other stuff. Right. That's yeah. why Andy's prospects are so promising because she has all of these extracurricular yeah. activities under her belt that she's been yeah. working on. Speaking of Andy, I absolutely. <laughs> I am Andy. <laughs> she says, I'm just so glad I did this early action thing. Oh, it's like this giant weight. And like, okay, Andy, honey, I don't believe you. And nobody else does either. Like, She's I don't stressing. care what she says. She's like, oh my gosh, I am so relieved. And I can see the anxiety on her face. Like, you're not relieved at all. In fact, you're more nervous because you did early action and haven't heard anything yet. So, you know. <laughs> Uh, then we get Joey, who, of course, is really stressed. She says, I can't afford to apply to a zillion places because, as everybody knows, the cost, there's a cost associated with applying to colleges, which is yeah. fucking insane and stupid, if you ask me. Yes. Um, it really is. It really boxes people out that cannot afford the applications. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know. I do have an appreciation for nowadays they have, what is it, like easy apply. You pay your X amount of dollars and it applies you to, I don't know, 10 schools. Oh, is that so, right? Yeah, yeah, they do that these days. So at least they have that. But um, I wonder if for students that need it, if uh, high schools provide a program. I'm sure there's, help there's out. things out sure. there, some type of, yeah, 
financial aid. Yeah, they can just take it from Mr. Larry's salary. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. What happens uh, if he's getting a double salary for being a football good coach? God, I hope the not. guidance counselor. Is really is a football coach like a whole fucking job? Like it, usually no. in no. my school, like the math teacher was the football yeah. coach. <laughs> Did you yeah. you watch Friday Night Lights? That guy got paid tons of money. That's because yeah, he's in that's fucking Texas. Texas. <laughs> yeah. I live in fucking New York. We don't give a shit about football. No. Uh no, California California either. Yeah. Uh yeah, my friend teaches high school and yeah, he's a teacher and then he's also got to be like the soccer coach. So like every every everyone mm. has to do a they teach and then they also have to do an extracurricular uh God, what a crock of shit. I bet they don't make nearly enough money for doing all that nonsense. No, they don't. Ugh. So Dawson is annoyed because everyone assumes he's going to film school. He's I'm not ruling anything out. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Motherfucker. Dawson, he, not everybody is thinking about you 24-7. He's thinking about himself. He's always thinking about himself. But it's the guidance counselor's job to literally he, I mean, ask what you're doing. Yeah, 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 just he is talking to someone who's specifically asking him about where he's going to Everything college. Dawson says just fucking pisses me off. There is like, ex- excuse me, young Six Dawson, nothing. where do you think that you're going to school? He's like, oh, well... And then the guy, she's like, okay, guidance counselor, well, I'm going to, you would assume that. It's like, well, I wasn't really asking about you and what you were doing. <laughs> Why do you have to think everything's about you? Because you're literally, you're trying to ask you about me. Ugh, I just can't. Dawson annoys me. Uh, Pacey apparently took an aptitude test that says he's well suited for a career in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. And what yeah. fucking universe? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I think I think they just were like, yo, your 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 father's the sheriff. Your your brother's yeah, yeah. in the sheriff's department. Who knows what they're doing during this episode? But yeah, apparently he's got lo- he's got law enforcement in his blood. So mm-hmm. Drew got a scholarship from the police and fire department of his town because for whatever reason they thought that he was going to go to school for uh, law enforcement or I don't know criminal justice but he didn't he but they got free money wonderful free money from from them we love to see it uh then we find out that apparently andy tattled on jack <laughs> was like jack didn't even start his applications yet <laughs> yeah it's because she likes her salad dressing on the side <laughs> she does indeed she yes. does uh and uh andy is she also, but she also likes to like know what everyone else is doing for their salad dressing oh yeah and make sure, like yeah make sure like she maybe they people. have a different they have a different salad dressing so if like she wants to try some of theirs like it's yeah it's different <laughs> i think she i like think she controls what everyone at the table orders. okay yeah. so you can have your salad dressing in the salad but you need to have it off the salad you can have two scoops of uh creamy salsa ranch but you can only have one very particular about what everybody could do with their salad dressing mm-hmm and so Andy's spiraling. Uh, she's like, what else can I do? There, isn't there someone we can call? There has to be something. Uh, meanwhile, PC is sick of answering these questions. He this, he doesn't want to answer where he sees himself in five years. Uh, Joey says she's the first person in her family to even apply to colleges. And the advisor says, well, that could be helpful because they're looking for people with diverse backgrounds. Mm-hmm. 
Um, no. And we find out Joey is number four in her class, which I think is interesting because in most shows, it's like either you're valedictorian or they don't mention it on a show. Okay, but who are the three people in that school that are smarter than Joey? Andy. Maybe, no? maybe Andy. Maybe. Uh, uh, like, Andy did miss a bunch of time. and like, Yeah, I but mean, she said she made it all up. Yeah, I... I don't know. If I had to guess, I think Joey actually, like, if I was just based on, like, what we've seen on the show, I bet, like, Andy has more extracurriculars, but Joey actually gets the better grades. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I want to know out of how many. Is this four out of 25 students? Like, Cape Side's Side's not very big, Jessica. I would guess, like, 150. I don't, I've never seen 150 kids. We lost one when Abby Morgan died. So that's I mean, not well, we got a new there one were... when Drew showed up, Drewy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were a bunch of that party, and that's it's true. Like, it's oh, we lost like another one. Matt Caulfield came. got expelled. That's, that's also true. true. So and Nikki left. Yeah, we're, we're uh, people oh are dropping gosh, like hemorrhaging. Guys. We're hemorrhaging yeah. students. I just want to make sure, like four out of what is this actually impressive? I mean, I still think four is impressive, but I I will say. When I was graduating, what happened was a lot of people that ended up in the top couple positions were people who didn't take challenging classes. So they were smart, but they just aced the easy classes rather than like trying. Oh, that's like me when I got high honor roll. Oh, yeah. But um, like for AP and honors classes, they usually give you an extra point to your GPA. So you're usually usually take, take those like. The people, whenever someone says they have more than a 4.0, like when they, someone's like, yeah, I have a 5.0. Yeah. Uh, there's a decent number. Uh, you like, you can get over four by doing that. Jess, weren't you the top of your class? I was number five. Lower than Joey. Too bad you weren't number four. Too bad. We could have been twins. Tom. Uh, Yeah. Tom, what were you? I I, I had a bunch of extracurriculars, but I was like a 3.7 gpa so i was like in yeah, the see middle, i was a like, good grade i was yeah. a good grade but not an extracurricular bitch mm, yeah i was um, like i have a job actually so i don't fucking mm. have time for your dumb clubs right yeah I, and i essentially that's like the whole point joey might not be that big into extracurriculars but that's because she's been busy working. keep working keeping the mm. ice house and now the b&b um above water so she's she's had her own stuff yeah yeah she has wasted a lot of time on Dawson and Pacey, though. Like, there's well, a lot of, course, of, there's a lot of time. <laughs> there's a lot of time that could have been spent on like a, a yearbook, or maybe why wasn't she in the play with Pacey? There's she that's could have true. Been she could have picked up one thing. Yeah. yeah, the painting. She took art she classes, did the mural, and dance classes. She did do the dance classes. Yeah, uh, I'd love to see the college admissions person look at that and be like, why? <laughs> she also did track. What? When did she do track? <laughs> she's always running. Oh, she's always, she's running. always running. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the advisor does have a butt, though. Uh, she says Ivy leaks, and this—I mean, honestly, this advisor is kind of a bitch. Like, Why? I, I anyway. this is—I I honestly think that what she I said mean, was is, very yeah. practical. I don't care. I would not want to hear this okay. if I was Joey. She she's just like, four and you're... it's a crapshoot if if you'll get in because I think you're very smart, but there's a lot of people that apply. And so, you know, she said that she wants to prepare yourself for the possibility that you not, you may not be one of these people. 
Have a safety. I, school. That's all she's saying. Is all yeah. she's saying is like have I a safety. I never heard school. the word safety school come we out of this keep woman's these mouth. Bitches grounded. You know, well, don't no, think that like, you're going to get in just because you're number four in a school. I didn't hear what? any mention of a safety school. Well, that's what, my what did you think she was saying? She was like, you, you, you might just not get in anywhere, and you might be screwed. That's <laughs> what it sounded <laughs> like to me. No, no, no. She, she says. Okay, she says. The Ivies, Georgetown, Duke, and Stanford, these schools accept only a minuscule amount of people that apply, and hardly anybody gets a free ride. So, um, and yeah, it's just like throwing a state school or two. Yeah, Joey's the one that says, You're telling me that I'm setting my heights, uh, too, uh, my sights too high. So well, she's just I would just, keeping I Joey just, grounded. Listen, I just got to say, I would spiral just like Joey did. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that, like, I it's it. <laughs> it's a guidance counselor's job to be, they're, no, they're not supposed to be assholes, but they are supposed to be realistic. Um, you know. I just want people to tell me how great I am, honestly. I understand that. I understand oh, I that. At least, I know a guy, my, one of the guidance counselors told one of my good friends in college that she was not going to be able to be a model because she didn't have the looks for that so it's not like this guidance counselor is saying that that. that's that's fucked up what this guidance counselor is saying you fucking suck that's she she did suck she did suck but she i that's what i'm saying is that that was not productive what this guidance counselor is doing is productive i mean fine and she says it's so nice yeah she's like i think you're smart enough to get into these schools but they're total crapshoots. Like it, like it's nothing you against you. It's I think just I'm just in a bad mood. And, and you're and doing you're doing a disservice if you're blowing smoke. Um, well, I up think she should have said the words "safety school." Um, that's all I'm saying. She should have said those words because I didn't hear those words at all. Okay. But we're now outside of the school, and Jen is walking, and freaking Yui comes up, and he calls her Jenny, Jenny. and immediately I was like, "Get the." Fuck out of here, Yui. Who the fuck is Jenny? Hey, Jenny. Hey, girl. Hey, Jenny and Yui, the best friends in, in <laughs> Best friends forever. And she drops, of course, she's like, oh, I'm no longer Jenny, not since I left the 212 area code. This bitch. Yeah. Like, has dropped that. Oh, Very particular about the 212 area is code. That, is that, uh, it's a big is deal. That, it's it, New York. Is, is it? Is it yeah, is that, it is. That's a, that's a fancy one. That's the one. It, ooh. Do people yeah. shout that out? Do people go like two one two? Um, <laughs> well, you can't get two one two anymore. That's part of the issue. Oh, bitch! It's oh. exclusive. Yeah, it's it's, it's 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 old New York, Jessica. Oh, oh. bitch! Yeah, Man, fucking golden age shit. Old New York. Uh, <laughs> so Yui wants to walk her home, carry her books, buy her a soda at the malt shop uh she he says what do you what do we do for fun in pleasantville and she's like go the fuck away like she's it nicer than i just said it but he's like get get out of here she's not happy to see him he says listen i'm i'm your your friend from the big city like why why aren't you showing me off why aren't you introducing me to your friends and she says listen they knew you were here before i did they didn't warn me i wonder why that is He's like, yeah, okay. I didn't tell him I knew you. I wanted to lay low. Um, but he says, you and me, one milkshake, two straws. I've missed you these past two years. Mm-hmm. Tom, yeah. I fucking hate you, E. Yeah. Um, so we played D and D, and uh our last last session Sarah was in, so I made a zombie that was uh the token was Yui. 
Mm, <laughs> I'm gonna go yeah. Sarah with a chance to kill him. Yeah, um, I got it was uh I got kill steal stole stole your, yeah. your kill was stolen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. By the way, have have you two seen Pleasantville? Is that of course is that on the nineties nineties? I'm movie? on Google right now. I feel is this a movie? Yes. I of course have seen Pleasantville. It's a great movie. It's with Toby Maguire and Kirsten Kirsten Stewart. Kirsten Stewart. Nope, it's not. Nope. 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 I'm about? I'm losing it. I'm sorry. Who are you? Oh my god. I'm sorry. Oh, um, it's Reese Witherspoon. I've seen this. Yeah. Is it Reese Witherspoon? Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. I'm, icon. I <laughs> Is it? Yeah, two t- 1990s teen siblings find themselves in a 1950s sitcom where their influence begins to profoundly change the that complacent world. Should we add this at some point? Should we watch this at some point? Yeah, as of a course. Bonus You've never oh, seen no. this, Jess? No, I have seen it. Oh, okay, okay. okay. No, I watched it when I was young, and I remember being like, "The fuck is going on? Why is everything black and white?" Oh, yeah, yeah. that's the plot of the movie. Why is everything black, black and white? white? <laughs> Uh, that is exactly the question that they proposed mm -hmm. yeah so yeah yeah you you always sucks um but i like as a character i like i like him being here like this is what they're gonna they're they're, this is what they're gonna do every season they're gonna bring someone in to stir the pot you've got obviously uh abby was the best our queen uh uh, i do think yui's better than eve though uh, oh my gosh yeah i mean already he's better than eve eve is fucking trash at the very least he's bringing up jen's dark meth past yes yeah we've been waiting a very long time to hear yeah. more than just having sex on your parents beds yeah, so yeah it's a and big now day. we know now we know a little bit more about what she's done because apparently he used she used to buy illegal substances uh, off of him in washington square park and i do like how he describes how most of them were just like like headache medicine or <laughs> but he's like they were all fake yeah it, and wasn't, just, all... <laughs> it wasn't all just like allergy meds you're fine yeah. it's fine some of it was was actually like hardcore drugs that we yeah. did yeah and jen's like um i'm straight laced now i don't do that anymore and he's mm. just like come on let's hang out like obviously just like she old times yeah um he, he's trying to peer pressure her hardcore he peer pressures her multiple times in this episode yeah oh, okay um so we're now at leary's fresh fish our favorite place to be mm -hmm. uh, and there's gretchen she's applying to be a bartender gretchen you can do anything in the galaxy you want to work at leary's fresh fish as a bartender she maybe I has mean, no experience and she you know i don't know i mean like the the owner's son has a huge crush on her i think that's like you'll get the job you you want you want somewhere where uh if you screw up you've got a you've got a way out of of getting in trouble well that and i think it's also that gail has like never had to run a restaurant so she's just like you don't have any experience and you may not even last very long sure great you're hired can you start tomorrow like gail is so desperate and she her mm. desperation is probably like the stank of a fresh fish and it just wafts onto the street and brings in <laughs> passerbyers to apply to jobs there's not a lot of people looking for jobs in cape side half of them um, are hanging out at the country club the other half are delinquents i don't know what to say she, one of my favorite gretchen's lines a, from go ahead well gretchen's a very 
good prospect for a worker here. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite lines of this entire episode is when Gretchen says, your mom's in the back, some fish related crisis. And Dawson says, that's the only kind there is around here. <laughs> only fish related crises from now on, which honestly I'm not mad about because it's since- a step up. It's a step up for that's what two. I'm saying. Since Mitch and Gail have been in marital bliss, we have not had to fucking hear from them. So mm-hmm. great. Deal with your fish crises. So Gretchen is interviewing for this bartending job. She says she's no coyote ugly material. (laughs) Yeah. Have you seen coyote (laughs) ugly, Jessica? I haven't. I know they dance on top of the bar. Yeah, that's part of it. But oh, Oh, it's a 2000 film, man. Yeah. Missed out. Yeah, we are. We are. Yeah, we are. We are in the post-2000 era. Yeah, that's true. The reference is maybe 2000 now. Uh, she says she Ooh. can make a 7 and 7 with the best of them. Girl, that's not fucking impressive. It's two ingredients. Is, what is a 7 and 7? Yeah, is it 7 up going, and what? Who's going to Leary's Fresh Fish to get like a, 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 a complicated cocktail? Like, that's fair. You're handing uh, out it, the beers, I'm Seagram's, sure. Seagram's and 7 up, Sarah, is what a 7 and 7 is. Seagram's and seven up. Yeah. It's a drink. Seven and seven. Uh, and so she's just like, I need this job, you know. Oh, so she has, she has experience. She was tending bar all summer Mm -hmm. up in Provincetown. Uh, so she, so now apparently, oh my God, this special has changed from red snapper to ahi tuna. How will we ever survive to switch one fish for another? I, I think for a fish restaurant, that might be a big deal. It does, it does sound like it would be a big deal, actually. <laughs> I like, honestly, they start talking about fish and it's Charlie Brown's teacher. I don't fucking care about fish. Red snappers yeah. are beautiful fish. They are. Are ahi tunas? Let's see. Probably not. They're probably hideous. Ahi tuna. Uh, no. I don't know, but I think they're blue versus red snappers are red. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think that they probably missed out with the red snapper. I hope that they can get red snapper in the kitchen again soon. Mm-hmm. But uh, of course, Gail, being a nosy fuck, is like, "Are you going back to college anytime soon?" Because I really want someone that's going to stick around for a while. That's an important question. It is an important. Yes, like if if Gretchen's like, "Oh, I'm just here Jess for a like couple months." Everyone's a fucking idiot today. Everyone sucks. <laughs> I really hate everyone today. <laughs> I'm like, but wait, that's actually a reasonable question. So sorry. You don't want to train somebody and then have them leave in a month. I guess, but the way she does it, she doesn't even interview Gretchen. She's just like, "Yeah, you're hired." It's like, what the fuck kind of vetting process is this? She's known Gretchen since she was a, literally a child. Was she though? Yeah, because they used to be friends with the uh, with the, I mean Dawson used to be best friends with Pacey before he went and go messed around with Joey. So, mm-hmm. but she's hired. So yeah, yeah, for Gretchen, good for Gretchen. Let's I let's move forward. How old Gretchen is? Because uh, that's, uh, that's like well, she's college two, two years two. old. They said two years older okay. than Pacey. So she's if Pacey's seventeen now. Then she's nineteen or twenty. So yeah. yeah, so she she was in like her sophomore year of college, right? Okay. Yeah, yep. let's 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 try to go to a happy place. You ready? You want to go to Jack <sighs> and Andy? You love Jack and Andy, but they're playing f- fucking stupid football again. I oh no! Oh no! I thought yeah, it was I was like 
Season three was the only football season and we'd never have to fucking deal with this again. Although I will say on the bright side, not to be mean to Jack, but now that he's injured, we probably won't have to deal with the football. And Henry's gone. Yeah. And no more fucking Jack's injured. It looks like this is this is a wrap on football. Yeah. I was very surprised. I was very, very surprised to see more footballs. Like, oh no, we're gonna have to do this again. Uh, yes, Mitch is back hired as the coach. So, so Andy goes up and is like, you're never going to believe what happened. And she says she's excited because the guidance counselor, I guess, was a little bit more uh, helpful for Andy than she was Joey because she called Harvard for her. But also Andy's a legacy and she has the money and all these extracurriculars so i see this is the thing just like i don't think that she said that these ivies won't be a possibility for joey it's more so she's not going to be likely to get the financial backing from the ivies for her to be able to afford to go to the ivies well no i did get that part because she says they don't offer a lot of scholarships yeah it's true because they so i think that's that's the bigger issue that's probably the bigger issue than her not getting in is if she got in is she actually going to be able to afford that and is it worth the risk to spend fifty dollars or whatever an application to ultimately just get in as a bragging right i guess that's what it is yeah that's fair but andy's excited because the person that she talked to remembered her essay which is actually a very good sign yeah i i would like to think that our friend the secretary at harvard mm-hmm. kind of put in a good word about andy and oh, obviously no. they talked about writing the essay at that visit so I, I i i like to think that she was still involved a little bit yeah um and so uh jack gets called back to practice and he goes to dive for a catch and he lands on his shoulder and dislocates it delicate just Wonderful. like tua right tom just like tua very delicate exactly sarah that's a good football reference you've made mm-hmm. it very oh very this is a football sport. reference go sports yes go there's sports. just right. some people... a human yes of course okay. to a Nova and long legs novas i'm just... sorry was that fucking english what did you just say i just two I... long leg ovas <laughs> something along those lines yeah so he oh was getting tweets about this Two okay, no, because his last name is actually very hard to pronounce. Okay. So we just call him Tua. But Tua We just call him Tua. Me and Tom. All the Tua fans. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. I definitely know who this is for sure. I'm not just pretending. Okay. Um, okay, whatever. <laughs> what a trickster. Okay. Well, he's delicate. He broke his arm or no, he, he dislocated his shoulder. Well, then if he dislocated his shoulder, then why can't he play anymore? Don't you just snap it back fucking in? Fucking injury, Sarah. There's this dude on Survivor that's arm just got snapped back in and now he's swimming all over the ocean. Well, he's playing Survivor. He's not in high school football. I think that you just snap it back in. You uh, relocate it. I think I think it's injured. more severe than just dislocate. Like I think there's like this is going to take a few weeks or at yeah. least I think this is going to take exactly one uh, season of television worth of... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> one football season to... One football, one football season worth yeah. of season of television. No. Uh, so Andy's like, oh, I'm really sorry. Um, and uh, and 
Jen is like, oh my gosh, it looks so much worse. Dawson's like, yeah, my dad said you weren't going to be in school today. Jack's like, oh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's fine. It was just the sound, you know, it was gross. Uh, and so then they get approached by fucking randos, a bunch of fucking randos. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they're all just like, oh, is the party still on? And they're like, what, what party? And they're like, oh, happy birthday, Lindley. Happy birthday. Uh, and Jack, of course, being her bestie, is just like, that. it's not her birthday. Her birthday's in May. And Sarah, mm -hmm. we deduced. We did. What? Jen's astrological sign is. Yes. I believe that she is very likely a May Gemini. Ooh, this fits. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And the reason is that I think it helps with um the or it I guess like the biggest clue for me that she's a Gemini is that she is very there's the good side of Jen, the good girl, the one that mm -hmm. wants to help out and be the doc therapist and the good, the goody two shoes. And then there's like Jen's wild side where she is partying and getting into stuff and getting in trouble and getting drunk. So she definitely has two sides of her personality. Um, Typically, Geminis are not the best communicators, and I wouldn't put that much on Jen. So maybe her Mercury is in a better placement for communicating, but they are definitely tricky. Like, that's the thing about Geminis. Like, you think that you're like cool with them, and they always tend to like flip the switch on you sometimes. Mm -hmm. I'll watch out. You gotta, you gotta just uh, be mindful because they have a lot of stuff going on up there. So also, I, I just want to say to everybody, we know it's currently airy season, and mm -hmm. we hope that your life is as calm as possible. Oh yeah, yeah, because fucking airy season kills yeah, me. Yeah, just was having a moment. It's been a fucking rough airy season. For okay, me. I got to admit. I mean, if we have to dive into astrology, we can do this for a few minutes. If you want to skip ahead two minutes, that's fine. I understand it's witchcraft, but I want to just publicly apologize for just being an asshole Aries moon and just kind of making your life a little bit harder. Like Tom, <laughs> Tom's the good <laughs> therapist. You're Tom can be the Jen, our doc therapist. Do yeah, Tom, would you like to be our doc therapist? Okay, I, okay, yeah, sure. I'll I'll just go hang out by the dock, all right, <laughs> and wait for us. <laughs> looter, uh, there, looter. What is it called? Where, Let's call it died horribly. I don't know why I continue to hang out here. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to relive terrible traumatic memories. <laughs> I just, you know, I've been trolling you a little. This is because it's your Aries moon, just like coming out of the woodwork, ready to party. I don't think I'm done yet, but... Oh my god, you're not done yet? I don't think so. Oh What's the worst god. thing that I've done so far? Was it making, raiding the dogs? That was the worst, definitely. Yeah, I decided to raid all my friends' dogs in <laughs> order of cuteness. And Winston wasn't first, and she decided to tell me. Not only that, but she put a fucking cat at number one. <laughs> the fucking yeah. audacity. I, was, I really I just felt like doing it what the fuck is wrong with you I don't <laughs> know. Just like I want to rage I broke up and chose fucking chaos today. <laughs> I don't know and there was it was just like a random what like a random Sunday and I was just like yes, there's nothing like, going on yeah, I just, you're just decided like, guess to sit what I down did. and raided all my friends pets yeah <laughs> and I was like well obviously you wouldn't be telling me this if Winston wasn't number one boy was I wrong <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Uh, and that's it for astrology hour today. Um, mm-hmm. But Jen's birthday is actually in May. And I love Dawson's yeah. line of uh, all these people who call each other dude seem to be attending your birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> also, can we just talk a minute? Andy doesn't know Jen's birthday. Yeah. No one knows that Jen's was... birthday. <laughs> I don't know. That, that to me does not seem like someone who has their, their salad dressing on the side. That seems yeah. like... <laughs> Someone is like, oh, I guess it's your birthday. That seems very much on salad dressing on the salad behavior. Andy, yeah. Andy definitely has all of the birthdays in her agenda. Mm-hmm. I agree with this. Yeah. Wait, Tom, do you think that you share a birthday with Jen? So I'm a Taurus. So oh, you're that, early that, May. That was actually, yeah, that was that was my question on why, like, why is she's Gemini over Taurus? But oh, because I, I looked it up online and it all it said was late May. Okay, so that's why right. we assume yeah, Gemini. Yeah. 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 Um, because once I saw May, I was like, I wonder if her actual birthday is online anywhere. So I went a Google in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I also I agree with you, Tom. I feel like Andy would know. I I feel like we can <sighs> Yeah, no, I right. have every single one of my friends' birthdays in my agenda, of course so do. that I remember. And that is where I channel Andy, and Andy would do the same. But, but then do you again, have all your friends' dogs' birthdays in your calendar. No, okay. But I Winston's is the uh, March eleventh. Yeah, so. you should know it's very close to yours. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. probably why I remember. I, there you go. Uh, so yeah, so Jen is just like kind of blowing it off like yeah I'll, I'll look into it see what's going on um and then we hit this weird scene between joey and bessie bessie's just trying to relax and sit on a bench and drink her coffee and joey comes in with her mopey attitude and she mm-hmm. says what does it mean when you dream that your teeth are this is fucking gross slowly receding back into your head and the world's leading experts are powerless to stop it. I hate teeth dreams. Those are the worst. I get a lot of teeth dreams. All of my stress um, go is uh, I mean, like goes in into teeth. goes into <laughs> teeth dreams. Like there's a lot of like wearing retainer and taking out the retainer and oh, all yeah. your teeth come out with it or breaking teeth. Oh my gosh! Teeth. You take out your retainer and your teeth just fall out. In my dreams, yeah, oh, it's fucking horrible. I know. I have all of my stress manifests into teeth dreams, so I could understand why joey is uh dreaming about teeth and and when you look it up like dream interpretations like teeth stuff is usually linked to stress so our baby joey is stressed out Mm -hmm. uh and bessie i love bessie just being like well don't stay up all night stressing about college it's like bitch easy for you to say (laughs) okay uh like bessie love you girl but you didn't apply to college. Yeah, she knows nothing about the process, Tom. And she just says, oh, don't worry. You'll get in someplace great. They're going to give you tons of financial aid. Everything's going to be perfect. Yeah. What what life has Bessie been li- living? That th- she, this is how she thinks things are going to go. She also has her dad in prison. Her mother died. Like, what is Bessie doing that she's like, oh, things always work out for us. Teenage pregnancy. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. All this uh, stuff. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, this is one point, though. Like later, like at the end of the episode, they're gonna try and make it out that like Joey's whole stress is like, oh, I'm leaving Pacey, but like it feels like she's pretty stressed about whether she's actually gonna get into college. I, I think like, it's both. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I, Joey I says as um, she's stressed out that even though she's worked so hard 
to get to her placement number four, it might wind up that she might not be able to go anywhere because she can't afford it without a full ride scholarship. Yeah. And so she says like of all the, there's going to be a ton of people that are number four in their class, but they also have all these other things like, you know, their violinists or their legacies like Andy. And so she doesn't even want to waste the application fees. And uh, so Bessie of course is like, why aren't we, have you talked to Pacey? And Joey says, I can't talk to Pacey. You know, he's going to think I'm a, a whiny baby because I'm whining about not having enough extracurriculars. Um, and I do like this, uh, this advice. I don't know if it's advice from Bessie where she says, your dreams are your dreams. You can't apologize for them. Just talk to him about it, which we'll find out that actually Joey is correct in her assessment of and what Pacey yeah. thinks. Yeah. I really, really hate that she guessed exactly what he wound up saying. It yeah. just makes Pacey seem like a fucking moron, but yeah, yeah. Obviously, the answer is to talk to your boyfriend about it because that's half. That's really one of the companionship is why you get into relationships, having the ability to bounce stuff off of each other. That's why you do it. And plus the sex that they're not having. So, <laughs> I mean, they have to get in somewhere. Oh my god! Yeah, if you're not if you're not supporting each other emotionally, then and you're not having sex, like what is the point of this relationship? <laughs> I think it's the kiss. Is it the kisses? They do make they out really good kisses. They do make out a lot. Yeah, like I don't know. Is it? It's a lot making like, out. Yeah. Is it the I status? Know. I mean, I remember it was just like the status. No, of they a like each other. They enjoy each other's company. Yeah. Yeah. If it was the stat, I mean, they wouldn't be together if it was the status because, like, they cause so much drama in their friend group. Like, they yeah, right. so much They drama. obviously like each other. So, yeah. She, they're usually very him. supportive, but in this particular subject, you know Pacey who is more is supportive just... of each other? Andy and Pacey. Okay. Well, I, I, I don't know. I think, I think Pacey season three, like, just a few, like, just like, Back in last season, last season, he would have been all over this, handling this properly. And again, like they make it seem like at the end of the episode, like you're freaking out about being number four, but that's not really what you're freaking out about. I, yeah, like, yeah, he you're didn't not even really freaking out about that, and it makes it seem like Pacey was like right, and so which is confusing because it's like, no, I think she yeah, was then, freaking out about this too. Though the narrative doesn't really make sense, and we'll get into it. That like I feel like the. I didn't really leave this episode learning anything. I kind of left more confused than when I went in. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get to them later because for right now we have to focus on Yui. Um, ugh. So Jen comes up to him and she's just like, you're throwing me a birthday party. It's unacceptable. <laughs> and she's just like, my French class sang to me in French. <laughs> 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 it's a big fucking deal, Yui. I got sung to in French. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I, mean, I, could I, actually, I could actually see this happening. Like some French student heard this and was like, yeah. I didn't do my homework and I need I need to like distract the teacher from that fact. So let's like like put up a whole big production and maybe the, the teacher won't like call on me for or something for this. So like, oh it's hey uh I don't know how to say it. So French. it's uh it's your, your... birthday, so we need to sing. I don't know how I'm gonna try this. Okay. Um uh, yo, yo, uh, anniversary. No, you're speaking in Espanol. Joie. No, your, your, anniversary. No, 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 no
No, no, no. I don't no, know. No, no. There's so many fucking vowels. J O Y E U X. What the fuck? Girly, you're you're speaking as if it's a uh, Spanish. Spanish is Felice. I know how to speak Spanish. Jo- there is no. It's joie, joie, universal. Okay, this will be our test for Adam. If Adam does finally listen to this podcast, well, no. Uh, is How do you actually say happy birthday in uh, French? Okay, I think I have it. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Nailed it. Pretty good. But wait, you didn't even sing happy birthday, though. That was happy birthday. That was me saying it. I, I thought I was singing it. Well, okay. Joya anniversary. Jaca. It's getting worse. Anyway. I mean, it so is. Jen is upset. And Yui is like, listen, this is getting me clout. I'm getting to know people. And, you know, it's going to be great. Uh, and so he's like, listen, it's covering all the birthdays that we missed while we didn't see each other. And I love how he says, we need to get you out of this funk you've been in since Phantom Freshman dumped you. <laughs> and Jen, Tom, Jen tries to fucking rewrite history. And she's like, actually, I dumped him. And it's like, um, bitch, no, you did not. I, no, I've pulled this move before. I've pulled this move before. Yeah, no. Like, she was clearly, like, about to break up with me. But I, like, I, I said the actual words, like, we should break up. And then right I as get she was about for to that. Say I, yeah, I get credit for that, right? And, wow. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I think so. That's a move. That's yeah. a, that's a, that's a definitely a, a move you pull. Yeah. Uh, I don't so, think yeah. that she did that though. She like straight up got broken up with, not nah, like through Jack. Yeah, but she she's lying. Did. She's lying to Drew. Yeah, she must. I think she must have had a convert. She must have like called him and like, you, how dare you? We're through. This I is, we this saw is that. the final, final, final breakup for us. Let's forget all like all the other times I broke up with you back in season three. <laughs> uh, this time now, yeah. I like I like her second of all. What's her second of all? This isn't a funk. It's my it's, personality. Yeah. It's not a funk. It's my personality. She's and a sad sack. Third, it's not my birthday. And so he finally is just like, you know what? If you don't come to your own birthday party, you're going to look really stuck up. He says, it starts at eight. Dress is casual, but not that casual. So you you should Rude. really spit yourself up a little bit. Rude. Yeah, he's a fucking ass. Mm-hmm. Um, But... Fucking Yui. Uh, so Jack and Andy are having a little combo, and uh, and she says, "You know what? This injury can be a great thing." And he's like, "What? I'm gonna work on my applications more." She's like, "You don't want to get behind. You you're already a little behind." And he says, "Like I said, I'm in I'm in serious pain. Can you just lay off the lectures?" It's just like, and I love Andy saying, "This could be a great essay." <laughs> <laughs> She's trying, but I mean, I think I would be pretty annoyed with Andy at this moment. I would too, but then I immediately love how Andy's like, I want to get Jen a birthday present. And Jack's like, it's not her birthday. She's like, yeah, but it's rude to show up without anything. Yeah. (laughs) Andy's great this season so far. I don't see any presents at all for Jen other than from Andy. Like these these kids are so. Maybe they brought alcohol. They are so rude to show up to Jen's birthday party without presents. If you come to my birthday party and you don't bring a present, you're done. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Wow. The only two people who got a present are Andy and Yui. Those are the only. And he got her fucking ecstasy. Oh, my God. We'll get into it. (sighs) So 
We're back at fucking Leary's Fresh Fish. And Gail brings over Dawson a meal. And it's like, why the fuck is he complaining when he's getting fancy-ass fucking cuisine? Am because I ever going to get How would you feel if you had fish every night? This is like the salmon. This is, this I think I could have my hell. I think yeah, I could have salmon hell. every night. I agree with you, Tom. I don't want fish I, every I, night. I don't like seafood, period. And every night, this would be my hell. This would be, yeah. I would be so I think miserable. I could go probably two weeks straight. Uh, what? Just having salmon. No. I would last like three nights and that's it. No, but then I'd be afraid of mercury poisoning. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Dawson and Gail get into this whole conversation and Dawson says, you know, college isn't the end all be all. Uh, and he says, uh, college is basically a holding pen for 18 to 22 year olds. Agree. Uh, like a prison, but with a better meal plan. I agree. I think that uh, college is grown up light. You have to, you're, mm -hmm. you're, you're going off. You have to do your own laundry. You're learning how to be off on your own, but you're not totally out into the real world because there's still a buffer. There's still people taking tabs on you. Yeah. You can't bring just anybody into the dorm room. It is real life light, not quite real life, but kind of real life. It's like a bubble for sure. It's a yeah. bubble. Yeah. And he doesn't seem to be like super into college. He just is like, we should call it like we see it. And this is when Gail is like, well, I've been noticing all the college applications and brochures you're getting are from over a thousand miles away, Dawson. And I love Dawson's point of like, bitch, did you ever think I was going to go to school in California? Like the fuck? She's like, yeah. well, um, it looks like you're running away. And it's like, bitch, it's college season. Yeah. yeah. Is this the, is this their way of somehow being like, oh, it would be running away for Dawson to go to go to California. So, in order for the show to continue, we need Do we need Dawson to go uh, much closer, uh, like wherever they're wherever Joey's about, to, Joey's yeah. about to go. Or so, oh, California would be running away. So instead, he goes to film school in, uh, like, uh, Rhode, Rhode Island. <laughs> Yeah. it's like to me there's not a huge difference between going to a college that's like four hour drive away and going to a college that's like a seven hour plane ride away like you're still fucking away you're not mm -hmm. commuting so to me there's not a huge difference gail yeah i mean but like he if he actually has any interest whatsoever in being a filmmaker he should he should be going to college in california <laughs> That's, yep. Or like, New that's, York. Or New York. But I yeah. guess I guess New York too. There's a like, really, really good film school on the East Coast called Emerson. When I oh, went I looked to, at Emerson. Yeah, when I went to um when I went to film uh, camp, that was something that uh people were really into, and that's in Boston. Yeah. Yep. But I feel like the filmmaker Dawson wants to be. It's California. Like yeah. I oh he, yeah. Like, he wants to be Hollywood. Hollywood. He wants to be in Hollywood. Yeah. Like his like his dream job would be like interning for Spielberg. Like that's yes. That would be like he would be that's, that's so happy be. to be on the West Side Story uh, yeah. set in the last mm -hmm. few years. So um, Pacey and Joey. So Pacey's or Joey's going to divulge what's been like bothering her to Pacey. Mm -hmm. And she says, I found out I'm fourth. 
my class rank i'm fourth and he's just like that's not a problem that's a reason he's, to quit studying he's like spacing out in this whole yeah it's awful because joey basically is like see i knew you wouldn't get it why did i bother telling you and he does he does apologize he's i'm sorry let's try that again but this time you have to cut out talking about number four because i know that's not why you're bothered she's like well i thought all these doors would be open but it seems like you know i've had unrealistic expectations and i don't understand like he's being an asshole just because he got himself into this position where he doesn't have many prospects doesn't mean that joey's concerns and anxieties are not real to joey Mm -hmm. i agree with you i think that he is being insensitive and he didn't really listen to what's really bothering her Mm -hmm. of course she didn't articulate it very well but that's because he wasn't receptive he should be able to read between the lines a little bit he's dumb he's dumb he can't figure it out and i and i do think like when this topic comes up it's gonna be awkward for him because it like it's gonna be like you're going yeah you're going to college and fuck Mm -hmm. i need to graduate i need to make sure i like i don't have to be here next year yeah Um, him encouraging her it does bring that attention up yeah you're right tom like her him encouraging her kind of goes against what he wants which is for a guarantee that they'll be together going forward yeah so as much as he wants her to be happy, her success also means that I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be okay. Yeah, they'll be separated. Because what if she gets into all these good colleges and then they really are going to be separated? Well, we'll find out later this episode because he says. But I, her solution is to honestly just ignore everything and be like, we're going out. Like, I don't want to have this conversation with you because you obviously yeah, yeah. aren't getting it. So we're going out instead. Yeah, let's go. Let's go to the unparty, the unbirthday yeah. party. This was a great idea. Yeah. So uh, excited about says, this. You're the guy, but you have a- I don't like all this, like, who's the guy? Who's the girl? Like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah, this was like the weird, out of date. This was like the 90- yeah. 90s, whatever, like, weird gender role. And, like, doesn't even, like, fit. Doesn't make like- sense. Like, I don't really yeah. understand what they're going for, even when they say it. I mean, the hardest partier of the group is Jen, so I don't know why, why yes. the guy drinks. Oh, I'm a guy and I'm gonna get drunk. It's like everybody can. Um, uh, but they, and, they go ahead. Yeah, we'll get to it. But I, I would say of everyone in the group, Joey is the best with liquor. Like she, she's the she, she she's loving. The she's just a fun time girl. Yeah, she is a fun time girl. Uh, so they get to Jen's party and Jen and Dawson arrive and Jen's looking over at Yui and she's like, oh, there's our host on a good day. He'll ruin your chances of getting into college of your choice. Convince you he's the sausage king of Chicago and wreck your father's car. I, I want to know more about the sausage king. I do too. What the fuck is she talking about? I was like, uh, Sausage King of Chicago. I was, I was trying to think if that was like a reference to something. Oh, I like, thought it was like innuendo maybe. Like, I'm the fucking sausage oh, king, It's baby. a fair, Ferris Bueller's Day Off reference. Yeah, I, th- I thought that might be one um, of them. Yeah. I liked that, my that option better. I, I do I do like <laughs> just his option. Like, I'm I, the sausage king of Chicago, baby. They talk about me all over Chi-Town. It's the fucking <laughs> windy city down in my pants. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That, that's the sausage king that i want to meet yeah the soul character why, why is it the windy city down in your pants shot maybe maybe 
Jess is the sausage yeah, kick. What, like what? Yeah, what's going on down there? <laughs> what's going? What? What kind of windy? What are what are the transportation down? things in Chicago? Is it the L? I don't know. It's, it's the hot dog. <laughs> anyway, doesn't matter. Um, and so Dawson asks if it, if he was her boyfriend. She says no. Uh, was he an indiscretion? Yes. Yeah, so they, they, they had. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, they, they, they had it. sex. Good for them. That's why she knows he's a sausage king. <laughs> I, yeah, I like how she says, yeah, he was an indiscretion, but he probably doesn't remember because we were chemically altered. Yeah, chemically um, altered. But I, yes. I think I, I don't think I need to say anything more. And it's like, yeah, because you just said everything. Like that's that's you know, you just, I, I had to leave some stuff for for a mystery. Yet nothing is being left unsaid. Yeah. Uh, so Joey and uh, Pacey show up, and of course Yui has to be a dick. He says, "I see you've brought the Prim Reaper." <laughs> she says, "We came for your mortal soul. That is, if you've got one." Yeah. Joey was fun. Um, and this is why I don't like. I don't understand why Pacey is like. You can't handle your alcohol. We've never seen Joey drink. Mm -mm -mm -mm. We did once. Yeah, we have. When I don't even remember. She gets super drunk because Dawson, um, is into somebody else or something. Jen, isn't it Jen? And so then she gets super drunk and like falls into like Pacey's arms and then it's like a whole someone punches somebody some guy is trying to hit on Joey. Oh at the beach? It was a beach party girl! Oh yeah they remember the beach party. Remember Jen's ex was there? Fucking Bobby or whatever the fuck his name was? Oh yeah! Yeah. Bobby? Basically Pacey like defended Joey and like saved her and then Joey was like oh thank you Dawson. Like, oh like, yeah. yeah i do remember yeah. that yep and so then uh pc says uh yeah you i'm a guy and if i'm going to get in trouble for being a guy i think i should at least get to act like one every once in a while yeah how is drinking acting like a guy someone fucking explain this to me yeah i do like the next part where he's like uh with your permission of course, yeah with your I, permission I, 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 and like that's that's the real dynamic and that, that yeah. that's relatable and, yeah uh, i like I that know. joey was like fine then we'll both be guys tonight yeah and i thought that that was a fun cheers uh and then jen approaches yui and uh and he says oh the guest of honor is here she says this isn't your house is it and he goes i welcome mm-hmm. i am here to welcome you and 65 of your closest friends into my house this is how you repay me she says, yeah, I know what you're doing. If you throw a wild, raucous party at your own house, you'll get caught. But if you throw a party at a stranger's house, there's nothing to link you to the scene of the crime. Uh, and she says, like, yeah, oh, and the best part is, because it's my birthday, you know, I'm going to be the one who's responsible for all of this. He denies it. Is it really what he's trying to do? Obviously, he just wants to get fun fun quote-unquote fun Jen back I don't know if he's being that manipulative I think that she should just enjoy her unbirthday party if somebody wants to throw me a party then I am all for it mm, I do think she's right I think I think he had this plan I like I think I think there are layers to his plan I think there's yeah. I think a lot like Abby he has like the kind of friendly oh I want to be friends with you but also I've got some sinister intentions as well yeah, we saw him lie to Joey just for the funsies. He was like, this was fun. Like, this is what his right. idea is of a good time. And so he's mm-hmm. obviously, he's doing it for the funs and the lols. But also, he has, like, I think there's layers, like Tom was saying, to his, what he wants. 
one, have a good time. Two, potentially get Jen in trouble. Three, get naughty Jen back. You know. Four, continue his reign as sausage king. <laughs> exactly. He's like this character where he'll be nice to you, but like his goal is like to seduce you to the dark side. And so yeah. like, he'll be nice to you for that intention. Like that's, I mean, that's what Abby did. That's yes. what Eve, Eve was doing. Yeah. yeah. He's an incubus. He's an incubus. Yeah. He's an incubus. An incubus. So I'm, gonna I'm sorry, you. the singer? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> in in lore. You mean a succubus? Uh, an um, incubus um, is the male, male version yeah. of a succubus. Oh, I didn't know that's what he was named after. I thought incubus was just like incubus. <laughs> you know, just, just you, you know, just that normal name incubus. I thought it was just a name. <laughs> This is like the time that someone informed me that Rascal Flats was not indeed a single person. And it was an entire band. What? My mind was okay. fucking broken. How can you have a, a great time um, on the highway with only one I person? fucking hate that song. Can I tell if you? If you're having that a life song, on the highway, you have to be at least no, one other person. I fucking can't stand that song. And it's one of the major reasons I hate the movie's Cars, besides the fact that it's fucking called Cars and there's cars in it. <laughs> I cannot stand a life as a highway. That song needs to go fucking burn alive because I hate it so much. What do you hate about it? It's just so repetitive and annoying. Life is a Wait, it's like, bitch, no, it's not. Calm the fuck down. Life is a pothole. Get over yourself. But they want to write it all night long, oh, just like you would the sausage cake. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, so Dawson and Joey are just chilling, talking. Joey's getting drunk. Uh, and Dawson knows that she got number four, so she he brings that up. Number four. Mm-hmm. And Joey says it's pathetic. I'm 12 years of being a total control freak about school. Practically, I love the snail reference. Practically giving myself an ulcer hunting snails. Like, yes, bitch, we remember too. Uh, I never building, forget a snail. <laughs> building balsa wood bridges for extra credit. And it gets me fourth. Uh, and I don't, okay. Dawson in this moment reminds me of Joey when they go to that golf party. Because he's just like, oh, what are you doing tonight? Celebrating? And she's like, yeah, the future. Whoopee. And he says, like, you can go anywhere. Everything's worked out for you. Joey says, no, I can't. Um, Where are you going to ask me where I see myself in five years? And he says, didn't you want to be an archaeologist, an oceanographer, an anthropologist? She says, I don't, you know, uh, do you know how much money they make? Um, And anyway, so he says, oh, don't you want to, like, go places? You'd be happy hanging out in Cape Side? And she's like, don't put words in my mouth. And here's where he reminds me of Joey at the golf place mm. party. He says, I'm just trying to figure out why someone who's about to reap the benefits of something she's worked for her entire life is trying to drown herself in some 80-proof fruit punch. And I'm just like, can you just fucking let her have a night off, Dawson? Like, right, Tom? Like, I feel like he's being a fucking party pooper. Uh, a little bit. I mean, it, like... The difference is like he's coming through. She's kind of in like the sad part of her drunken drunken night there. Fair, yeah. So it's like I think this was more like, like you should be having fun. Like why you're like this is like why are you sad drinking right now? Like it's not like she's talking to him about the salad dressing yet. Like if that was happening, he'd probably be like, "That's really interesting. I should go make a movie about that." But. uh <laughs> You've inspired me yet again. That's why you're my soulmate, Joey. Uh, 
uh, he, every time he says soulmate, I want to fucking barf. Sarah, what do you think? Like, is Dawson being a good friend? Is he being a party pooper? What's what's the deal? I think that you're right to say it's a parallel of what Joey was doing when she was judging Dawson for just trying to be a teenager and drink. I'm a teenager. And he's blaming being this, the same kind of killjoy as she was, like judging mm-hmm. her for drinking. But um, I think that he notices that something is off. And also, Joey's a goody two-shoes. She doesn't she doesn't drink like she doesn't usually do these types of things so i'm sure he knows her well enough to think that there's a reason why she is indulging in the 80 proof fruit punch yeah yeah i I mean i guess there is a slight cause for concern but at the same time if she wants to blow off some steam you know let her maybe she doesn't want to fucking talk about college you just said yourself you don't want to talk about college why are you bringing up to her i think it's fine to drink but also uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't think it's fine to drink when you're 17, and I'm just joking. Uh, Children don't drink until you're 21. You should just responsibly. be good kids, right, for Tom? Sure. We're not liable yeah, for... for sure, and none of us ever, ever, ever did that. We no, all wait until Ale- 21 for sure. Although, while we're here, what are our uh, Creek Creek drunk ranking rankings? Ooh. Oh, okay. So who have we? Oh my God, Andy and Dawson number one with a bullet. Joey's uh, really fun though. Yeah, I think probably I'm, last. Well, Jen's last for me. Oh, Jen is last. You're right. Jen is definitely uh, last. Jack's forgettable. Like I don't think. I, like I think was Jack's he drunk? Who, I I I don't think we've really seen him drunk. I think he. I think he's the guy who's like fine. Like he. He'll yeah. go. He'll, he'll drink some, but he won't like really. He just gets silent and then falls asleep eventually. <laughs> probably. probably. Yeah. yeah. I he's think. Ah, uh, drunk Dawson at his birthday party was still the best thing that I've ever seen in my life. It was so good. But Andy good. singing the blues was so good too. It's hard to decide who to put. Yeah, I mean, Andy but Dawson also sang. Yeah. Dawson. Okay, so Dawson number one, Andy number two, Joey three. Dawson. And if four. she was, if she was talking about salad dressing the entire time, <laughs> then she would probably she go up to number higher. one. But yeah. she got a little sad. She did. Mm. Um, so then we go, right, so then it's Pacey, and then uh, Jen, and then Jack, because who the fuck cares? I think, like, Pacey's very, like, mopey side. Like, at least, like, Jen wants to fuck up people's lives. No, but Jen is, like, scary when she's drunk. Like, we don't know what's going to happen to Jen because she doesn't give a fuck about herself Well, I mean, she can't even save her best friend. Exactly. When she got drunk, someone died. That's that, and that's, children that to bad. the to the <laughs> seventeen year olds that are watching or listening. Yes, when you get drunk, you die from. Oh my god, Sarah. from Sea Gook. Oh, this is a Don't public service gook. announcement. Watch out for the Sea Gook. Um, Tom, are you ever afraid of Sea Gook leaving living on the West Coast? Sea Gook. Uh, <laughs> the way he just said Sea Gook, as if the fucking we're speaking in French. Uh, uh, say, really. No, not particularly. Well, yeah. next time you're on a dock, I just want you to look both ways. Be careful and don't sit on the railing part. My fear when I'm on dock, my, so my glasses have been like not uh, on super tight. So like that's my terror <gasps> when I'm on the docks that the glasses will just fall off and into the water. That's terrifying. That's, that's, yeah, that is. You need to get that fear. fixed. Go to the place and they just make them tighter. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. You do that. That's been what I've been thinking about. Um, but yeah, so Joey, 
I'm gonna let's put an asterisk by this. Let's see if throughout this the series, uh, oh. these, these drunk rankings what? perfect, spicy. I love this. Okay, so Drew is Yui is playing poker. He invites Pacey. I really fucking hate when people call people's partners their ball and chain. Bitch, he is not like shackled to somebody. Joey is an amazing partner, and don't call her a ball and chain, especially not an old ball and chain. It's fucking rude. Uh, and so they all decide, okay, well, they're going to play poker. Meanwhile, we get an amazing moment. We get Joey and Jen sitting yeah, together. the best scene in the entire yeah. show. Joey's uh, fucked. <laughs> she's, she's really, really feeling it. And she uh, has lured Jen off to the docks. Um, yeah. She knows and they're the sitting on the railing well. again. Yeah. Watch out for Seagook people. Maybe, maybe this whole thing was just a plot <laughs> to try to kill Jen. I think so. Like, yeah. stop putting drunk people on the edges of docks. Because Jen is like, okay, Joey, you've brought me all the way here. What do you want to tell me? And she's like, I would like to make a toast, all the love and happiness into the in the world to my friend Jen Lindley on her birthday. Yeah. Um, and Jen's like, it's not my birthday. This and is Joey's very like, much like me and my best okay, friend Jen, when we're drunk. We're not really friends. And I fucking that, died. Well, not that I, part. That's I not fucking loved this. She's like, we're not really friends. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. We are. I think we are. Do you think we are? I, can't I really laughed out loud in this moment. Friends. This Actually, so yeah. perfect. Yeah, it was so. When she said we're not really friends, I fully was like, <laughs> like I did make that sort of sound. I was like, ooh, yeah. Um, and she, she says, you know, Joey, let's not delve into why we're not really friends because then we'll just remember why we're supposed to hate each other. And Joey's like, I don't hate you. I, I love you. I love you. And Jen says, I know, Joey, you love everybody tonight. But let me ask you a question. Do you think you can summon up enough brain power to ask, answer one little question? And Jen could ask her anything in this moment. Like, how do you really feel about Pacey? Like, do right? you still have feelings for Dawson? Like, how are you feeling about your dad? What she wants to know is where fucking Drew is living. This is upsetting. Because we wanted her to spill the real tea, right? Like, we were wanting yeah. a good question. And fucking Jen Lindley, chaos queen herself, can't fucking deliver, Tom. This is the shit she asks about? Yui's residence? She's, like, she's on the case of Yui. Like, <laughs> I think really I know. She's, like, she's, this is, like, Yui's, I think, like, like pretty much the big bad of the season. He's like, what's up with him? We gotta solve this mystery, like, real quick. I'm sure. And then like, what, what, she, what, what does she care? She's like, yeah, Joey, she's going to just bounce between the two guys anyway. I don't really care. <laughs> Jen's like, like, ah, let her, let her do it. <laughs> but I love Joey's response of ding, ding, ding. I do know the answer to that one. So she tells Jen that Yui lives in an apartment at the yacht club with his mom and his dad is in New Mexico. He ran off with some new age chippy, uh, left him high and dry. I love chippy as a word, new age chippy. <laughs> um, and so then we see Jack and Andy sitting together. Uh, oh my and God. Andy's hair. Andy's I hair. I don't remember it, Andy's It hair was half crimped, <gasps> half straightened. Yes. Why were half, some pieces crimpy and some also not? Some, so some were crimped, one, some were straight, and then some were curled. It was madness. Madness. 
I was, yeah. Okay. Andy, girl, we love you. But we're going to need to sit down and have an intervention about She's what you're doing with like, your hair. A halter top. She... I didn't care about the halter top, but like, girl, you can't just like crimp a quarter of your hair. It was a lot of luck. But like, it was like she got bored halfway through crimping it. She's like, I don't yeah. have fucking time for this. I gotta yeah, go to the like, party. You know, like, this is my special look. A little bit of everything. It was fucking horrible. A little bit of Monica it. in my life. Um, um, wow. <laughs> sorry. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So they're talking about uh, they're talking about college again. Like, oh my god, everybody. Uh, Jack is like, you know what? I don't want to spend every moment thinking about college. We want. I want to enjoy the rest of my senior year, Andy. She's like, and I don't. He's like, no. Because all you're doing is getting on my case about my applications. He's like, I'm happy for you. I'm happy that everything's going well. But I don't need you to control my life. And you don't need to branch out into Jen's life. Uh, and Andy gets defensive. She's just like, you're going to ruin your whole entire life. Which, oh, no. Very dramatic. Have you ever been told that? Oh, my gosh, no. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Tom, yeah. have you ever been told that you're going to ruin your entire life? I don't think so. <laughs> what was the context? <laughs> can you give us context for this? Why did someone say this to you? Uh, my sister listens to the podcast. I can't get into what my <laughs> mom has said to me in my life right now. <laughs> Miranda, please don't recite all this shit to mom. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm dealing with in therapy. Just let me live. There you go. Uh, so yeah and so uh andy says yeah so andy says that and then jack says my future that i'm is not what i'm concerned about at the moment it's the present 24 hours ago my senior year sucked because i can't play football uh and he just wants to forget about the future for now just for tonight i think that's fair they don't have to talk about it on a friday night at a party <laughs> yeah and i like yeah jet that's football is one thing and he is what like, happened to art? Like, graphic design. You don't have a lot of cool bros hanging out at art. And that's, that's <laughs> a flyer specialist. Doing. He's a flyer guru. Nobody can make a flyer like Jack can. Also, Andy brought Jen the worst birthday present ever. It was like a guide to college. Andy sucks at gift giving. Yeah. And she didn't yeah. know Jen's birthday. Like, I kind of say i think andy might not be good with birthdays like i think that's just be like her like kryptonite <laughs> she just like gives everybody shitty birthday gifts every year oh yeah. no oh remember okay, when but... she gave what did she give pacey that one time a magic eight ball that was a pretty shitty gift to be honest she I said that she was keeping that in her car for jack oh right i think she lied about that though who knows more oh, importantly Andy goes out to yes! the docks. Best combo of the night. This was I love the docks. So yeah. Andy's like, hey, there you guys are. I've been we I've been looking all over for you. And Joey says, Well, except here, because if you would have looked here, then you would have found us. Cause this Andy is where I am. <laughs> I just she's belligerent, but amazing. And Jen's like, ignore her. Where's Jack? And Andy says that he's avoiding me. And then she goes, Am I too controlling? And then everybody in the room says with a resounding yes. Yeah. This is like me being like, am I uptight? You know, yes. it's just like, yeah. yeah. 
very yeah. obviously a yes. Yes. It's like, Andy, we both know you're controlling, honey, and that's okay, girl. Okay. So that's then when okay. I watched it for the second time, I joined in. You said yes. I said yes with everybody because I wanted to feel like I was part of the friend group. And Joey, but Joey tries to say, you know what, Andy? It's not a judgment. Some people like salad dressing on the salad and some people like it on the side. I got to say, this line literally made me laugh out loud. Because it makes no fucking sense. But Joey is the perfect amount of drunk. To be like, no, you made it make sense, sense. Jess. You made it make sense. This entire this entire podcast is built on this one line. I didn't the foundation of this episode of the pod. It's dressing. I didn't didn't understand it until you explained it to me, Jessica. Now it makes perfect sense. I know, but I don't think that's actually. I don't think it actually fucking means anything. I just think I put a fucking bow on it and made it look normal. No, I think that's full. I think that that's what she meant. I, I'm I, drunk, Sarah. Yeah, <laughs> I think you got on her wavelength. I think that's what was in what jo- does that drunk say Joey's about mind. Me? And Jess was like right there. Like, I think drunk mm-hmm. Joey, Jess together. Together. Like, they exactly understand. Not a good thing for my they life. understand. Well, I thought this was hilarious. I rewound it and watched it a few times. It was so funny to me because I didn't understand it in the moment. Now I understand it. And now it's funny and a useful bit of, of analogy. Deep very deep yes um and she's like well i just want everybody to live up to their potential i totally get this because i am somebody who also wants people to live up to their potential i hold myself to a very high standard and i also tend to do that with other people which doesn't always Mm. work out in my favor but i understand how does that that bode well for you not always great i just assume everybody else wants to work just as hard as i do no we don't i know now i know (laughs) We we really we're just trying to survive here, not trying to thrive. Oh, girl, same, very much same now. But um, and Joey says, "Well, I have great potential as a waitress." Uh, and Jen says she has to apologize to someone, and Joey says, "No, stay here on the edge of this dock with the sea gook, because before anyone leaves this sea gooky spot, we have an important question to answer." Where do we see ourselves in five years and not the version you answer to your college advisor? Mm. And I love Jen's answer. She's work. She's going to work on her master's thesis. Are men necessary? <laughs> <laughs> Which feels perfect. I think that's a uh, very high aspirations for Jen to think that she's going to be working on a master's, but good for you, Jen. Yeah, where do you think Jen's ranking in in the class rankings are? Like, I have no idea how Jen is as a student. Seventy two. She's an average student, I think. I think she, if she really applied herself, she could be an A student. But I don't think she applies herself. I think she's a B student. Mm-hmm. I think that Jack's probably a better student. She's probably as good as Jack, but probably I. I think Pacey's obviously on the bottom. Yeah. Uh, and she's probably not too far away behind him and Jack. Okay. We got the smarties and we got the dummies. <laughs> I would be in the dummies. So the dummies are <laughs> are Pacey, Jack, and Jen. And then the smarties are Dawson, Andy, and Joey. That probably tracks. Tom, you would be in the smarties. I guess. Yeah. Uh, dep- yeah. In high school, I... I- high school i actually was kind of a good student in high school i'm just yeah. i'm just remembering those days like yeah as soon Tom, as i got to college it was like 
yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So Andy says she'll be in PR because that's all she's ever really been good at. I think that's like, a, that's actually a disaster. I think that's it's actually a good career choice for her. I do too. Uh, and uh, and so Joey says, um, you tell me where I'll be in five years. And Jen says, that's an easy one. You'll have graduated from a ridiculously expensive Ivy League school, moved to New York, but you'll have taken a job in a funky Soho art gallery where your starting salary is actually less than a year's tuition. <laughs> I actually could yeah. see that for Joey. I think that maybe a, I mean, working in an art gallery doesn't seem too out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Yeah. New York feels Joey. Like I, I like it I, feels Katie Holmes. I don't know if Joey uh, can Joey do New York. I think Katie Holmes feels LA, but why? What you don't think Joey is New York? Is it too? Big Joey is Joey meet, makes sense to be New York to me, really? especially because Jen says New York is finishing school for cynics like us. And Joey tries to say, I don't know how she says it with a straight face. She tries to say, I'm not a cynic. And Andy with the comeback of the century, or no, sorry, Jen with the comeback of the century. You're not exactly sunshine personified, Joey. <laughs> so great. Uh, and so Joey says, we have to make a deal. In five years, we're going to get back together and see if any of these predictions came true. Uh, and Joey's like, oh, man, how are we going to remember this date? It's not actually Jen's birthday. <laughs> 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 Amazing scene. I love the three of them together. We've loved them since it happened when they did that whole girls night where they got dressed in like the lingerie and went roller skating. Anytime Joey, Jen and Andy are together, it makes my heart sing. It's wonderful. Yeah, no, good group. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun when they're actually acting like friends. Yeah, which lately they have been. Yes, thank goodness. Our wishes yeah. have come true. Yes. Uh, so Jack and Dawson are now chatting because they're the sad boys of the party. They are like the wallflowers who want to go home. And mm. Jack says, you think we're the only two people not having fun? And Dawson says, everything else could be having fun. Or they may be imitating the fun they've seen people have in movies. And of course, Dawson, you would say this. This is, of course, where your brain goes because you can you can't have a single conversation without bringing movies up. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, I, he lives his life through a as if he was the star of a movie. That's how he sees himself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think the movie of the year is going to be? Because he makes a movie every season. What do you think it's going to um, be? Something about obviously losing his soulmate to his best friend. Like, do you think that he would do another? love story after the yes. last i think that he's burned by it he tries a new genre every every okay so what's every his, i mean he does like his horror because he's done two horror i mean because he i mean he is modeled after kevin williamson who did scream so like there's mm -hmm. there's there's he's they're gonna do a lot of horror return maybe like an action movie like he'll we'll just see <laughs> <laughs> you know just be recording joey every single time she leaves his house and it'd be like jo Explosions joey potter action running. star lara crofts but joey potter oh my gosh uh of course jack can't help but bring up football he says oh now i'm gonna be sitting on the sidelines it's funny you think something's making your life a living hell and then when it's gone you really miss it uh, then again, you probably know that feeling because they look at Joey. Yeah, they look at Joey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we get 
uh, Yui and Pacey at the poker table, and some lady is just disrobing. Yeah, turned into strip poker. We're gonna have a good time. Joey doesn't like it. She's pissed. And yeah, she's just like, "All right, I'm playing then." Sounds fun. And she digs right in. Deal me in. And I love this. And I love the badass move to sit backwards in your chair. She's just like, "Bitch, I own this fucking room. I'm not sitting on this chair normally." Yeah, yeah, but he he says no, no poker for you. If Joey had had a baseball hat at this moment, Tom, she would have turned it backwards too. For sure, for sure. I can see that. Yeah. She's like, bitch, deal me in. I mean, fucking business. (laughs) I'm the fucking sausage queen. Chicago. (laughs) Whoa. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So he goes, enough's enough. Um, You're drunk. We got to go. You're getting disorderly. Um, and he, she won't stand up and he's like, we got to go. So then I was he has upset to that he forced up. her away from poker. I feel like this would have been fun. Why can't she play poker? What's it to him? It's not like he doesn't our... want her to get naked in front of all these people. Oh her gosh. Cat. Of course. She's really not all that drunk and belligerent. Like this is again, like we just went through our rankings and, but like of the rankings, Joey's like the least belligerent she's not belligerent that is not the word to use and she's not yeah. really disorderly she's fucking yeah. buzzed and having a great time she's having a great time she's a great drunk i mean yeah. we just saw Corey matthews get drunk for the first time oh, very yeah. depressed yeah very sad sad actually no he was pretty fun he was he pretty was- fun he was jiving. He was he doing was... one of these white guy dances you know <laughs> he uh cory matthews is uh a adorable adorkable drunk. adorkable drunk mm, yeah um, okay yeah, yeah i'm rem- i'm remembering that episode being sad and kind of it was it is, sad, yeah, it is. Yeah. but sean is sad. himself had a good time yeah mm. um so pacey lifts joey up and like does the what is it called firefighter thing yeah fire over fire, the shoulder yeah. yeah over the shoulder brings her out uh, and then we see jen and, and yui are doing the whole 16 candles bit this was, yeah, this was an exact, they had the cake between them. This was, this could have been a very romantic moment. But of course, Yui had to ruin it by gifting Jen ecstasy. Check off ecstasy. What's going to happen with that ecstasy? Uh, well, it looked like he just left it on the table, but I believe that she definitely picked it up. Well, we'll see. Yeah, this is what Jen's going to be up to yeah. now. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, and she gets mad. She's like, you know, I I thought for a second that you were actually being nice, and at first she thought that she was wrong about him, but she's not. And he says, I just want you to have a good time, and people don't change. Maybe your hairstyles change, but Mm -hmm. they don't. And she says, I've grown up. I'm different now. I've lived a lot of life, and I realize that I don't want to die young and mm-hmm. uh leave a good looking corpse so she's definitely mm-hmm. thinking back to abby that in this more, moment yeah. mm-hmm. um and uh whatever i i mean he leaves the the present there and yeah. i mean i think that's a non-zero chance that he, she took it yeah yeah i mean it's there it's it's like you said check off's ecstasy um that's really hard that, to say, though. Like, Chekhov's <laughs> ecstasy is tough. Yeah, C-E. Very hard to say. C-E. Yeah. Uh, and then we're like, 
this is such a weird Andy and Jack scene. So they're back in Jack's room and Andy's like, oh, I just want to check in, make sure you got a ride home. Not that I care. Not that I'm like controlling your life or anything. Um, and so Andy says, I want to apologize. I should have been more understanding about football. I got in your case about college. <laughs> and yeah. uh, Andy says, Jack, you think that I'm obsessed with the future? I'm not. I don't want it to get here any quicker than you do. In less than a year, my life is going to be completely changed. Everything's going to be different. I'm going to live somewhere different. I'm going to have different friends. Everything's going to be different. And so when there's times of uncertainty, I look for, I look for things that I can fix. Highly relatable content. <laughs> We're like, if there's a lot going on, you fixate on things and you pick mm -hmm. and you just like find things to distract your brain and very much feels like what Andy, it's like, honestly, it's like very much anxiety. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. This, this is your brain on anxiety. <laughs> right. That's it. Uh, I, I like, I, it's another good conversation between the sibs. Um, so Jack says, you can't fix me, Andy. I have to make my own mistakes and it's not just for me you have to let uh, work on laying things go um and like where he goes or where he doesn't go to college is jack's prerogative um but andy's sad because it's the first time they didn't they're not going to be in the same school together and then like we kind of get some clarification that they always were in the same grade but he's technically Bullshit. still older um, I made them Irish twins, even though he was originally in a different grade. <laughs> I think I'm that what he was they saying, were always the same year. Like, I, 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 yeah, I think that they were always in the same year. But what I think that they're saying is that he, yeah. they probably decided to hold Jack back a year so that him and Andy were uh, starting yeah. school at the same time. <sighs> whatever. It's it's whatever. But she does They're, like the little sister thing, like, yeah, oh, like the truth is that I'm the older sibling. Yeah. Uh Pacey and Joey are back at the B and B. And Pacey says that I'm not gonna carry you. And Joey's like, I can't walk. And he says, and now you want to be carried? No. And she's it's a woman's prerogative to change her mind. <laughs> and then he says, It's you're one of the guys though, and guys walk. So come on. Yeah, you gotta get up. Yeah. But she insists on being carried. Uh, she gets yeah. what she wants. She gets carried to the doorstep. Yeah. And so she says, I've been doing some thinking. Maybe I just want to stay here. Maybe it's really beautiful here. And I could just, and he says, just what? Stay here and work as a waitress? No, you're losing me here. Uh, you haven't made the slightest bit of sense all night, even before you were drunk. And she says, what we all kind of knew was one of the major issues with her being nervous about college. Is she says, I want to be with you, Pacey. I want to stay and I want to be with you. And... This is so sweet of Pacey. I love this moment. He says, if you want to be with me, then staying here would be a really stupid idea, considering I don't plan to be here. I plan to be wherever you are. That's cute. That's so sweet. It's reassuring. It's what she needs to hear in the moment. It's scary. It's scary to think that you're going to leave somebody that you really care about. Um, and what's going to happen, you know, long distance is super hard. So you're taking that leap of faith. Um, yeah. And I do think reasonably, I do think this is like a reasonable, not for them to go to the same college. I think that would be right. Boy meets world really, really breaking. Yes, exaggerated. Uh, yeah. But like, if she goes to an Ivy League school and he goes to, uh, 
like a community college that's in that town or yep maybe he doesn't go to college and he like works there but he like he moves to be because he's he's already living <laughs> living on his own and having to work apparently right um i like i think i do think that that wouldn't be like the like the wildest plan for them to have if they actually do want to be together it's weird like um in my friend group and i know this is obviously different because uh with uh certain people but in my friend group absolutely no one intended to go to the same college as as their significant other everyone mm -hmm. was like nope i don't i don't care where she's going i'm going over there mm -hmm. uh like no one like it was not a it was not a consideration did any of the couples survive nope <laughs> every everyone was done by thanksgiving Oh my god, by uh, Thanksgiving. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's uh, not a lot of time at all. No. <laughs> like the like uh and that was that was like just sort of the mentality, at least in my friend group. Like uh like even like the relationships that have been going on for like a year, it was like, yeah, this is a this is my high school relationship. And like there was sort of like yeah. a self-awareness about or an awareness about that, at least which and like I know other people like who like married their high school boyfriend or <laughs> we got sarah's uh been with drew forever um so like it's obviously different but like in my group it was like completely like not a consideration at all so it's 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 different mm -hmm. groups and so it's always interesting to see like how much are we actually considering each other as we're planning the future yeah my graduating class has a disgustingly absurd amount of couples that are still together and got married and now have kids like it wow. is there's at least five plus couples um from that are still together from high school jeez waltics for lovers that should be on the bumper sticker <laughs> so pacey said i don't really understand this speech from pacey he says uh your boyfriend's circling the drain which is a problem it's a very big problem but you couldn't possibly have thought that you could solve all your problems in one night with alcohol because al alcohol has that effect on problems it just never solved them it just doesn't make like she just wanted to escape for a night i don't think she was looking for alcohol to solve her problems she was just looking for it to distract her from her problems uh but anyway he says i have to sneak you in you know so that you don't wake up all the customers at the b and b hey 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 he said that i fell in love with you and then i think that's a big oh deal. i forgot about that yeah 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 hey um, hey hey, hey. That i would fall it. in love with a moron uh you're in love with me huh he's not currently no <laughs> yeah they, he did say that he's in love yeah i kind of call bull bullshit on this being like the first because i think they're, they're trying to make for months yeah, I, I think they're trying to make it sound like this is the first time he's said it. And I'm I'm like 80% sure that he's said it in a previous episode, even if he hasn't. Yeah, he like explicitly like the, on screen. He's definitely said it off screen. He's definitely said it in like the season two episodes where he said, like, I'm falling for you, which is very similar, obviously not the same as an I love you. But I gotta imagine if they're on a boat together for three months, he's said it. Well, I think that he said, he said, first he said, I'm falling for you. Then he said, I love you. Now he said, I'm in love with you. Okay. But I don't think I am in love with you is different than I love you. Oh, oh Jessica. Jess that's like Jess the is, big, yeah, Jessica. Jess is not a Bachelor fan, clearly. Oh gosh. That's, it's, <laughs> it's difference. very different. Which one's better? In love. In. You definitely want in love. You have to okay, be in I'm love. Sorry. I, okay. Yeah. What if your significant other just says, I love you all the time? That's not good. 
Well, no, it's okay to say, I li- but you've never heard I'm, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. You've never heard that trope before. Love you, but I'm not in. How the fuck is there a difference? Because I have love for you, Je- uh, Jess, but I don't, I'm not in love with you. Oh, so one is more platonic. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. I get it. I love you like a friend, not like a significant other. But I'm in love with you. Like, you're my person. Like, you're the one. Like, you know, I'm I in love with you. when people say you're my person. It makes me want to fucking vomit okay. everywhere. Move forward, please. Move forward. Okay. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, and so Joey gives him the eyes. And he's you, you can't. The eyes aren't going to work. Nope. Uh, he says, no, my back is killing me. And so, of course, he, uh, yeah. He, She's he, a like, princess. She gets carried. Good for her. Yeah. She's like kissing him and he's like protesting, but like he's clearly losing and like, like yeah. he's, he's still protesting like while they're making out. It's yeah. They, they kiss a lot. They do kiss and a I, lot. Yeah. Katie like I know everyone uh all of the listeners love Pacey and Andy, but Joshua Jackson and Katie Holmes have way more chemistry. Like that's like it's they it's, they do. I think what it is, Tom, I think part of it is that they're a little older now. Like, obviously, the actress who plays Andy has always been older, but you know what I mean? They're a little mm-hmm. bit older now. And not for nothing, Joshua Jackson and Katie Holmes dated in real life. And so they have that chemistry, like, left over as well. Mm-hmm. And it carries over. I don't I don't disagree with you. I love Pandy. But Jossie has so much chemistry, like, sexual tension. Yeah. It's, like... Like there's a reason, like like every scene, they're like just make out a bunch, and and like, yeah, the, the, like the audience will eat that up because they like yeah. they know like these two like these two, and like it's and I don't even think it's like within the context of the show. I think it's like within the context of, like most TV. I think they're like up there in terms mm. of chemistry for a an on screen couple. I think they they're. I can see that. I can see that yeah. they definitely it, they're they kind of just like sink into each other as if. <laughs> it's natural like it's as if it was meant to be yeah so then of course we have to end the episode at leary's fresh fish yeah Um, the the best place to be this is a fun game honesty hour we're throwing coins they're playing quarters so Mm -hmm. and you have to tell the truth if you get it Gretchen is fucking great very good at this game so she gets to ask dawson tons of questions yeah so she uh so first it's uh let's see uh what's bothering you Dawson says, my mother accused me of wanting to go in school in California so I can run away from my problems. And he says, I don't know, you know, last couple of weeks I've seen things that made me want to go run screaming. And so she bounces a quarter. Okay, like what? Uh, and he says, I've seen how much she loves him. I've seen it in her face. I've seen them hold hands. I've seen them kiss. Tonight I saw them fight, which is something I'd seen them do basically every day of my life since first grade. But not like this. It was actually worse than the kissing. Hmm. I I can see this. This is th- that's like one of those things when you see someone that you like get together with someone else, and then like there's certain things that go, oh, ooh, I really really don't like seeing that. So um, what is it about fighting that hurts worse than holding hands or kissing? Is it the passion? What, is it the, yeah. the fact that there's like an underlying stakes and closeness that you would only get if you're <gasps> having a real fight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what it is, is when you're in the first, like, couple months of a relationship, it's very blissful. At least most relationships, right? You're not going to be fighting a lot. You're going to be in that kind of 
honeymoon phase of the early parts of a relationship, when you begin arguing and having these occasional spats, mm-hmm. that's deeper into the relationship. It usually means the relationship is more serious. Usually there mm. are labels on a relationship at that point. And especially because he knows, oh, that's not like a relationship ending spat. That's just like yeah. their normal, you know, arguments that they're going to Now they're over. in a routine. Now they're established. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. now like, and you know, a fight like this is, you know, you is not going to be relationship ending. They're yeah. going to resolve. So, mm-hmm. and also it's kind of like what Dawson and Joey were not able to do. They were not able to get over these hiccup uh, hiccups and triumph over um these issues that they used to have yeah Um, exactly and so i think it makes sense that dawson would be bothered by their you know small minor arguments that mm -hmm. yeah i also think um for dawson this would be kind of a different is as he's seeing this he's been like oh wow this has always been there like all the all all the fights that they were having before this energy is like always been there because like so much of what mm-hmm. he has over Pacey is like I have the history with Joey. Mm, I'm yes. I'm her soulmate. But as he's seeing it, he's like, oh my god, they've they've had this tension. It's my my entire life. You're and, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just what the dance teacher was saying. And <gasps> the, you're right. It's two to tango. Yeah. And so, um, so right. So then Gretchen says, I took a film, of course, fucking took one film class in college. And you know, what my teacher said was the most bogus line in Hollywood cinema. There's no place like home. She says what everybody remembers about the movie is that line, but it doesn't resonate with the story. Think about it. Home is this desolate gray dust bowl of a place where some nasty old lady is trying to kill your dog. And Oz is technicolor. It has its problems, but along the way you make friends, good friends, with people you never even knew existed while you were growing up. Straw people, tin people, and lions who help each other realize all the things you want to be or you already are, and it's fun. So what do we think of this theory? This is the cheesiest-ass conversation I've ever witnessed in my life. And the fact that they finished each other's sentences was just like, it wasn't working for me. I, I mean, Dawson and Gretchen potentially do, but this is very convoluted. I think I think I agree with Gretchen's point about the movie, though. I do think I'd rather be in Oz than Kansas in black and white. But uh... <laughs> you know what? Oz itself is sucks. You just it stay is, in the madness. It is very much of a yeah pro college, pro college. Remember, kids that are watching college is great. Yeah, um, it is the nineties after all. But then you're but then you're supposed to wonder like why isn't Gretchen in college? And do you have any theories? Can we turn this into the severance packet? Yeah, uh, I was going to say, Sarah, we, we, what? All have a, we all share our theories about. I what's think she going got on. kicked out of college for what? Mm. I don't really? know. Maybe she was in like a sorority and they were hazing people and she got kicked out for that or some Ooh, sort of out- substance related issue. Or mm. maybe she got caught cheating. I think she got kicked out of college. She can't go back interesting you can't go home again unlike oz where they did you know they were able to go home jess do you remember i have no idea i have i do not remember at all do you want to share Uh, your theory then yeah i I, I, I actually do remember okay i would say it feels like because it's dawson's creek it has to be something dramatic like it can't just be I I just didn't know what I wanted to do and I didn't want to waste the money. You know, it can't be like something logical. 
Uh, so as a result, I'm going to say that she did something nefarious. Like maybe she was becoming somebody she didn't want to be. And she like, uh, gosh, what's horrible that she could do? Maybe someone died. Maybe someone got drunk at a party and died a la Abby. Oh, no. Okay. That's what I'll say. I don't know. I don't remember. Um. So, yeah. So th there's this whole conversation about Wizard of Oz. Uh, and so he asks, well, if it's so fun, why are you, why are you here? And she's like, um, you don't get to ask any questions because all this money that I just bounced is actually mine. So you're going to have to use your own money. And, uh, that's, that's the end. So we're, they're going to leave us on still not knowing why Gretchen is here. The mystery continues. The mystery. Are uh, you this shipping is interesting. Lisa? Go ahead. Sorry. Are you shipping Lisa? Ah, uh, I mean, no, like she's far too cool and mature for Dawson. <laughs> Sarah? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that, to be honest with you, whatever it takes to get um, to get awesome. Dawson off of Joey's back. <laughs> oh, I it's more so like, oh, someone needs to be having sex this season. <laughs> it's more so like I just I really, really want um, her, to, her to like just leave uh, uh, or Dawson to leave Joey alone. So yeah, I, I I stand or I ship the two of them. Okay. Um, this episode was interesting. It felt like a bit of a slow roll, like all of the stop down on. It felt like mandatory, and that we needed to hear them all talk about colleges, mm -hmm. but also a bit like what happened. Like nothing ever really happened. I feel like the only major scenes that I really really enjoyed were were like the Andy, Joey, and Jen scenes where joey's drunk because i think i think it was silly i loved it on my first watch because i was just really tickled by drunk joey mm -hmm. um and then i liked it on my second watch okay Tom, i was you in love this? with it in my first yeah. watch and i just oh, loved God. it in my second watch <laughs> tom why did uh, you pick this episode in particular is there a particular reason uh, so i'm a big pacey joey fan uh mm -hmm. i think the the scene with them in front of the bnb &B is an all-timer scene with them i think that's yeah. one of those things where you like that's chemistry right there that's that's mm -hmm. why that's why there are a couple i think drunk joey is an all-timer uh, mm -hmm. I think she would be probably number one in my drunken rankings, but that might be taking into account future things. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I, and, I, I am yeah. loving Joey this season, like a lot, a lot. Yeah, I agree with that. I think, honestly, I think most of the characters are working this season. There aren't a ton of people that are annoying me. Pacey's yeah. annoying me. Pacey's yeah. not living up to his season three potential. It's death. They're definitely doing the love triangle thing where the guy she isn't with is always looking better. It's always like she's with she's with Pacey, so now yeah. suddenly Dawson looks better. Oh, she's like she she can't be with yeah. she can't be with Pacey right now, so now he looks really good. Uh, so like like they there's definitely a little bit of that happening. Mm -hmm. um, but I do like the tension like the tension of Pacey like having like one over joey but now being like afraid and like worried that she's going to go back to dawson is sort of believable and i i don't necessarily think she always helps it because she does like she she never really like lets pacey completely forget about dawson like there's a, he's always mm -hmm. there and that's that's uncomfortable yeah. in that relationship uh yeah i mean i think i think you're right i think this is like a big 
you're right. That scene with Pacey and Joey is big because we do hear that. I love you. We do hear his plans that he plans on being with her after high school, that he plans on moving wherever she moves, which is the first time we're hearing about that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a decent episode. I'm excited to see where we go next week. Next week's episode's title is a family way. Sarah, what do you think that means? Maybe we're having like a Witter family reunion. That'd ah, be so fun. That would be fun. I'd be into it. Um, But let's go to a quick break to hear from our sponsors. And then we'll be back to go over some feedback we have on this episode. We will be right back. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. And we're back. Okay, would you all like to hear a voicemail from Temi? Yes, please. Hi ladies. Notice the cold open wasn't set in Dawson's room. Will that be a sign of things to come? I love the book 1984. Instead of saying marvelous, just say plus good or double plus good. Shout out to my friend Eva for the recommendation of 1984 years ago. Joey mentions some universities. Valparaiso is in Indiana. They made the Sweet 16 in 1998. Now that it's March, March Madness, you have to mention this. I know football didn't work out for the two of you talking about it, but basketball, maybe. <laughs> Trust me, I just saved everybody from talking about the Drew family. Homer, Bryce, and Scott, all with Valparaiso roots. And Drew, of course, is spelled the way we prefer without the strange U-E variation. Um, I think that first scene in Joey's room is really meta and it describes Boy Meets World and all of the characters mm -hmm. went to Penbrook. <laughs> I really love the music in this uh, episode. It really feels homey and homemade, like Joey's mom's bracelets. Ooh, that was controversial. I also like this new guidance counselor. She has a moment later in the season with Jen that I really love. Guys shaking their hands with their boys in high school is a total thing that we did it's cool to see we never really see it because uh, the creek creeps are so insular definitely have annoyingsister.com i think in this episode you can see it on jack's face there's a ferris bueller reference by jen when she, uh, she's talking to dawson i think drew is really great in this episode and jen said voila i told you you can say it she said it after she was talking about plausible deniability these characters are so wise c'est la vie gretchen said it earlier Maybe Temi can help us with our French singing happy birthday. <laughs> we'll learn yeah. French. Mm -hmm. Wait, uh, Tom, did you used to like handshake your bros in high school? 
No. No. Hey, bro. Here's a handshake. You gotta do the handshake. Like, it's like the hand and then you clap on the back. Yeah, I kind of did that, but not even really. So we can't Uh, actually hug. We're so masculine and our pecs would just bump off of each other. So we have to do the hand tap on the back, bro. Okay, hold on. I'm watching the scene. We have, so far we have one handshake. Up oh, here's another handshake. Counting handshakes. Why? But why do we? There's lots of like uh, shoulder touching. Up oh, here's another handshake. <laughs> madness. Uh, Jess, have you shared with your listeners who you were rooting for in the March Madness? Practice? Oh right, another one. Temi, okay, so Temi, I'm so sorry. You mentioned basketball. Here's the thing, Temi. Okay, here's my hot take about basketball. I can't watch it because of the squeaky shoes. Okay. The squeaky <laughs> shoes infect my brain. And like that's all here when I watch basketball. But I did a March Madness bracket just for funsies. And I solely went off of first like recognizability. Like, did I know what that college was? And also it was college basketball. If that wasn't clear. I don't know if only March Madness is college basketball. Whatever. Who it, cares? Everyone, yeah, it's definitely oh. everyone knows it's college basketball. That's okay. A, a pretty well known. <laughs> Great. So I thought there was like maybe like the NBA too. I don't know. Anyway, is that yeah, that's basketball. Yeah, yeah, it is. Anyway, so basketball, yes. I thought I was like bas- I thought baseball for a second. Like, wait, National Baseball Association, but that's MLB for Major League Baseball. God, these fucking mm-hmm. acronyms. Anyway, who cares? So anyway, so I picked a bracket for basketball based off like the names, and I mm-hmm. landed on my final two. Where one that sounded like cheese, it was like Gargonzola or something. Gonzaga. 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 And the reason I picked it was because it sounded like cheese. And mm-hmm. Longwood, because like fucking obviously. Because like, you're the sausage king. Because I'm the fucking sausage queen, bitch. Because <laughs> it's like their fucking logo is a Lancer thing. Like it's literally a piece of fucking wood. Like how phallic can you get? Of course I'm going to pick it. And, and how I was do they do when they lost immediately? Not well. They really lost, but didn't the Gorgonzola one do well? Uh, no, they they lost no. actually <laughs> as well. No uh, they were supposed to do well. They were a, a high rated seed. Like a lot of people did pick them to win, so it was that was not a wild oh, take. But thank you. They got knocked out pretty pretty early, and they didn't get back up again. So you know, Correct. um. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good at basketball things. Um, I played a little bit of basketball when I was younger, but again, I Wait, cannot the, watch. You were the captain of the basketball team, I Jess. I was not. You... Bitch, you made this up way back when on the podcast, and this was never a fact. <laughs> you were just like, but you were the captain of the basketball team. You could always sure you say it, and I never was. <laughs> you were the captain. Never a fact. So yeah, I'm sorry, Temi. Basketball's not my thing either. Maybe one day we'll find our sport, Temi. But let me tell you, it's not going to be basketball. Yeah, what about badminton? Can we have that? That, that is such a stupid sport. <laughs> Literally, the things are called shuttlecocks, Sarah. <laughs> I thought you would like that. I thought you would oh, like Oh, because I'm the sausage queen? Okay. Yeah. Bas- okay, this is the official... Ooh badminton podcast i found a spalding basketball sold at urban outfitters that has flowers on it this is beautiful girl you're not playing basketball maybe if i had this basketball i would if you tried to play basketball you broke your nails playing among us okay you're gonna break a nail (laughs) (laughs) this is a true true story it's a true story 
But anyway, thank you, Tammy. If you want to leave us a voicemail, please do. We would love to hear all your beautiful, wonderful voices. We would love it so much. Um, and maybe if you know French, you could teach us teach us French over a voicemail. Uh, Shannonychad.com. <laughs> please feel free to. A lot of voicemails. What if every single week someone gave us a new French vocabulary word? Please do that. Then, I mean, we can also download Duolingo lingo if they but sponsor that's us. No fun, Sarah. Yeah, you know who who can teach us French? The streaming service Melon. <laughs> anyway, we already went to our ads, Sarah. Anyway, um, okay, so we do have an email from Linda, of course, uh, and she says here are some observations she had about present tense. Wait. Isn't it future tense? I she never know the freaking name. Sure Maybe she was joking. Don't don't tell Linda that she's wrong. I'm not please. gonna tell Linda she's wrong. I love Linda. Um, okay. She says Jack's being an awesome best friend because he knows Jen's birthday is in May. Uh she says, I felt bad for Jen because it seems like he was the only Greek creep who knew when her birthday was. <laughs> uh and I love Linda is also looking out for everybody on these docks. She says, seriously, Jen, Joey's drunk and you're letting her sit on the ledge. Are you freaking kidding me right now? You're responsible. You're responsible. Mm -hmm. She cares about the mind more so than the body of yeah. her friends. She says she loved the Andy, Jen, and Joey scene. She needs more of this trio in her life. It's really cute how they agree to meet up in five years. And of course, it was Andy who said that she would remember the date for them, even though she can't remember birthdays. <laughs> Uh, she also says she loves the Andy and uh, Jack sibling dynamic. They may fight, but they always hear each other out and want the best for each other. Um, their convo leads me to believe the assumptions were right, and Jack has a birthday past the cutoff date, putting him in the same grade as Andy. Um, so I guess so. I guess that's correct. And she also really loves uh, Gretchen. To me. Yeah, Gretchen's great. I, I do like the addition of Gretchen. Gretchen fine. Uh, I don't think Gretchen's going to make it to the preview or the, the opening credits. Are we Where the fuck to... are my new opening credits, by the way? I, I was I'm... just going to ask that nicely. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I'm <not sure>. <laughs> um, I actually like, I kind of went on a deep. There's definitely opening credits for five. I'm not sure about four. We don't get it for four because if you remember, Jessica, halfway through the season three, they switched the credits on us. Okay, well, so maybe we don't get anyone uh, for four. I feel like there is one where, because uh, I because the scene where um at in episode one where Pacey and Joey like jump off the boat. I know that makes it into the credits at some point. Ah, uh, it's already in there. The, no, it's in there. Oh, is already. it already in there? Okay. Yeah. Well, what the hell? Anyway, I think so. I think it is. I'm upset. This is trash. Um, but that was our that was our full episode, and we were coming back next week for season four, episode five. If you want to send us some feedback, Sarah, where can the lovely people do that? You can send us feedback at shit90spod on Twitter and Instagram or shit90spod at gmail.com, or you can send it in at www.shit90spod.com. All the places, so many options. Uh, send us in, send it in. I, uh, I'll even put up, if, if you send in feedback, I'll even put up the reminder to do so, which I've not done. So I need a reminder to, of a reminder to put up the reminder. How about that? Uh, Tom, how are you? What are you up to? Where can people find you? Yeah. Uh, I'm not up to a 
ton. I am going you to be are. on a Twitch stream uh, with DM Philly on uh, Sundays. So um, yesterday. Not. <laughs> but you can check. Uh, can you check out the oh, VOD? Yeah. Yes, it should be. This should be a VOD. Yeah, sorry. I'm I not used to recording super much. So yes, uh, Wheel of Time Twitch stream on Sundays uh, uh, on DM Philly's Twitch. Um, occasionally, is... I might also be on the Crazy Ex-Girlfriend podcast Ooh. a couple weeks ago. And yeah, you can find me in the PSR Discord. If you join and want to play d and I might be in a game where you get to kill a Dawson's Creek character as a yes. zombie. There you go. Yes. Um, Tom... Is the thing on Sunday the wheels, the wheels of time? Yes. Tom, you and I are the number one wheels of time fan. So I'm glad that you get the opportunity. Yeah, it, it, it won't be the same without you, but I'll carry on and I'll carry on in your, in your honor. Please do. Um, yeah. Please, please do, Tom. It's, it's, it's been so nice having you on here. And actually, it's been amazing getting to know you uh in the last oh, year so thank you. thank you tom for being the best um so yeah find us jessica and i we have our weekly dawson's creek and boy meets world coverage for the month of april we are welcoming back sasha joseph and we are celebrating some passover we're covering the prince of egypt so check that mm-hmm. out when that comes out um, also, Jessica and I have been covering the flight attendant over on the post show recaps discord. So that should be coming out soon. The first episode of our season one yeah. coverage well, tomorrow, I think quite like, quite like, uh, Dawson's Creek. I am in the dark and I do not know what's going on with the show and Jessica's in the know. So it's a familiar concept mm-hmm. for you all. So check that mm-hmm. out um i'm i'm really looking forward to continuing that show um yeah find me at sarah ferguson if you feel like it or or or, or don't it's <laughs> if fine you feel i don't like it. it i don't really care it's fine mm-hmm. uh, you can find me yeah at the just sterling of course i'm always podcasting about community with josh wiggler on community building we are starting things back up in april um, and on top of that, like Sarah said, you could find me on the flight attendant. Beyond that, I recently guested on the uh, One Indescribable podcast. Um, we, you know, Lindy, you guys heard Lindy last week. Uh, so go check me out there. It's going to be coming out this upcoming weekend when you are listening to this. It was a really long podcast, but it was also so much fun. How it was four hours long? No, um, ma'am, it was not four hours. It was about a little over three hours. Right? Mm. It wasn't even that bad. And I still maintain it was not my fault. As you all can see, most times we're under two hours and we're just over two hours here. So just believe me that it wasn't my fault. But go listen to that podcast because it was a ton of fun. You get to hear some of my wacky takes um, because, you know, I got them and I tend to like go on rants a little bit because I get all this pent up energy about a show. And finally, when someone invites me on to talk about it, I just explode with everything. And there you go. That's uh, why you are the sausage queen of <laughs> I'm the fucking sausage queen. Exactly. <laughs> it makes sense. Uh, so thank you all for listening. We will talk to you all next week on season four, episode five of Dawson's Creek. We appreciate you all for listening. Uh, thank you, Tom, for joining us. This was so much fun, of course. Uh, we will talk to you all next time. Have a good one, everybody. Bye.
just ask. Shit 90 shows taught me. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.